Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You are now listening to the hottest true crime podcast in the streets. Hello and welcome to another episode of Affirmative Murder, the Equal Opportunity True Crime Comedy Podcast. I am Alvin Williams, joined as always by my partner in true crime, Francel Evans. Oh yes, wait a minute, Mr. Postman. Yeah, man, I'm the mailman. Can't you tell, man? Gonna post it. What up, friend? Yes. We were outside this weekend. Yeah. Uh, still recovering. It is apparent to me for sure that I turned thirty this year. Yeah. The hanging out with you. Yeah. And your your girl and no kids night. Yeah. And y'all want to have go crazy. I yeah. learned. Uh, yeah. No, I'm not 23. The, the liquor doesn't dissolve like it used to. <laughs> it, it hangs around for a little bit. It yeah, stays man. I mean, chat. It's, it's been like two days. Yeah. It sticks around the chat for a little while. Yeah. And I tried to do a lot of my old power moves that I used to do. Mm-hmm. I still do them. But hanging out with people that don't have their kids for the night, I didn't realize that y'all were going to hit me with this the storm that I was hit with. Yeah. So my power move that I'm referring to is when any any setting I go to, any function I go to, I, I always get a shot in a beer. Okay, yeah. I just think it's a you strong move. It lets people know like, okay, yeah, he's here for fun. But yeah. I can I know I'm going to nurse this beer a little bit. I'm going to throw the shot back and people are going to be like, okay, party animal's here. Mm-hmm. The shot's nothing. Yeah. And then I can just nurse my beer for like 30 minutes. And then if I'm drinking beer all night, I can get out of the night of like a four-hour hang mm-hmm. with like three beers, yeah. which, and, which I'm good. Yep. But so I go to do my thing, and unbeknownst to me, <laughs> you guys took us to Little Havana, yeah, where your uh, your fiance had the green light, yeah, and so they're coming through. Oh, see, si, si, puede. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. more free shots of of bombs and fruity concoctions and everything yep. like that. All that sugar hit me. Yep. And uh, no, nah, I got I got slizzed, man. Yeah, it was man. it was uh it was it was it was a one. It was like a throwback. I felt yeah. like I was twenty one again. Yeah. Um, and the next day was not fun. I went and got brunch with a friend, couldn't eat my food. I can hear it in your voice, man. Yeah, no, I called you. We were supposed to record yeah. yesterday. Right. I called you. I was like, I, I can't yeah. do anything. And I went, thank God, because I was not <laughs> prepared at all. I was not prepared. So is that a common occurrence for like when the kids are away, y'all tend to go a little harder? Uh, or is that like a stereotype I no, see in movies? And no, stuff? yeah, I wasn't. See, they went there a couple weeks before that, uh-huh. right? 
And I went when I go. I went okay. We about to have a couple of drinks. I didn't think it was gonna be like. Now I should have known that because last time I went out with those two, mm-hmm. the same thing happened. But I was way worse than I was the other night. Okay, so I was like that's scary. Okay, yeah, I was like okay. Well, um, I should have been. I, I wasn't prepared for that either. So, but I didn't think that it was gonna be like that. I didn't think they was gonna be pulling them out like that. And we was like, that was wild. We can't go. Nah. Yeah, you can't turn down shots <laughs> when they pour the seven. Yeah. Uh, all off a of, uh, one out of one carafe thing, like yeah. they pour it all into the seven yeah. glasses and start handing them out. Yeah, I was like, Bad Bunny was on, and you know what Bad Bunny does to me, yeah, man. So when the Bad Bunny came on, it was like, well, I'm definitely throwing these shots back. Got to take them now. Got to take them. Yeah, it was like they knew. Yeah, uh, but yeah, a little bit though, a little bit. That is true though. When it's like we out, yeah, it's like we don't. Well, if get I'm out, whole, I'm out. We don't. Have, we don't. Yeah, but we don't get a whole bunch of these because okay, kids is got like, you. Oh, we about to party it up. I could tell. Yeah, man. You yeah, you guys not. Nah, Good thing it wasn't a dance floor because. Oh no! I the place down. when you when you called me and were like, "Come out!" I just assumed maybe racistly. I was like, <laughs> probably going to some kind of like a discotheque or something, yeah. something where you could do the yeah. Because I'm working on my bachata, you know, I've been okay. working on my steps, and I just assumed that that was going to be an option mm-hmm. where I where I where we went. Yeah, there wasn't, and no. that's fine. Yeah, I, I know I'm a great stool dancer, so I did my stool dance. Yeah, you know, you're hearing the Aventura and and, and and Bad Bunny coming on, and you're vibing. But I do wish they had a dance floor. Yeah, me too. Bad Bunny is meant to be danced to. Yeah, the place is not that big, so it's like yes, they wouldn't it's, have a it's place not, to... It's an awkward space. Yeah. And all, also, like, a lot of, for it to, you know, it had a lot of... It was a very Hispanic place. Yes. But, like, white people love Mexican food yeah. as well. But, like, the TVs are on channels... They're on, like, ESPN Deportes. No. <laughs> like, they're on, like, the Spanish ESPN channel. Yeah. Of talking about football. Yeah. And all of the Chirons and stuff are in Spanish. Yep. It's a Spanish... Uh, establishment Yes And I ran into One of my friends From high school A very white man Yes It was great to see him I was I, I like Here's my thing I didn't see him But if I did see him It's been so long That I would have Let him see me Because mm, okay. that's just I'm just a self-conscious Person like that yeah. I never want to go up To somebody and be like Oh my god hey, How man, have you been and Like I'm you sorry me? I'm sorry who are you Yeah, yeah. So it'll never be me Right It could, ne- could never be me Yeah Even if I'm like That was my best friend In middle school Yeah, yeah. I would just be like Make eye contact, and if the, I get nothing, then yeah. I guess, hey, man, it was just yeah, good to see you from a distance. Yeah, the I could tell the love was genuine. No, and big you time. guys haven't seen each other since, you know, we all were kids, teenagers. Yes, so, yes. Yeah. and like uh, like I was telling you off air, um, I did AMP radio for the Patreon. Join mm-hmm. the Patreon. Also, just PSA for people, the Patreon $6. I feel like I don't know if we've ever said how much it costs. Mm-hmm. $6 for all of the content, $3 yeah. for a, a little bit less of content. I was told by a listener recently, they were like, I thought it was like $15 a month. That's why I was like, I'm oh, not really what? ready to make a commitment like that. But I, now that I, I know it's that. only $6, I'm on board. Yeah. So I just want to let people know $6, but I did AMP radio and I dedicated my song, the number one song on my list this week. Uh, Mac Miller would have turned 30 this past mm-hmm. week. Um, you know, and tragically he overdosed and passed away. Yeah. And so many people from my school and so many people that are like that guy that I bumped into, we were hanging out. Mm-hmm. We, we were in that kind of circle with a lot of the, a lot of kids who are, de- are dead yeah. and have been dead. It's trippy to say, but have been dead for like a decade. Dang. Like they died at 20 years old, you know? Crazy. So to see him, it took me back to all of that, how much fun I used to have with that guy. He had both his nipples pierced, which I was like, that's a weird thing to have at like 17 years old yeah. as a guy. But he just was a free spirited dude. And then I met his lady. She's pregnant. It just was like, wow, like we're adults. Mm-hmm. It was so much, it was so much love. I was just, I was happy that he, he looked healthy, mm-hmm. you know, cause I, he was never like on that path. Mm-hmm. At least I know everybody, every, if you know, if you're a millennial, if you're from this generation, you know, when I was in high school, at least the, the school I went to, everybody was dabbling in pills. Mm-hmm. Not me, but I'm saying everybody was doing pills, 
doing yeah. lines, but like as fun. But Some then it stopped. Yes, but yeah. then it stopped being fun, and they became addicts. Mm. And so I don't think he. I'm sure he maybe dabbled in some stuff. But like to see him, like, oh, I'm pregnant. We got a house out in this area. Come, you gotta come, come by, see the house. It was just like, man, you you made it. Like yeah. you're alive. You got you you made it. You're 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 living. You're thriving. You're you're procreating. It just was a good feeling on top of a good feeling of hanging out with my friend. Yeah, you know, uh, it's always fun to hang out with you. But um, I have a bone to pick with you. I have two bones to pick with you. One's okay. a light one's a lighthearted bone. All right, and then two is another bone. It's a little more serious. So one, <laughs> we having a conversation yeah. while we were hanging out, and you made an announcement to the little group that we were hanging out with. That you put uh, mustard on your salmon. I knew this was coming. Yeah. 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 No, I had to. I have to confront you about this. So, <laughs> so, so. First of all, because it was it was kind of loud, so I didn't have I couldn't fully interrogate you the way I wanted it to. Yeah. So my question to you is for for one, just to get a, a base level understanding is, how do you prepare your salmon? I don't. What do you mean? Does that. Okay, but like, how is it prepared? Is it seasoned? Seasoned, and uh, you throw it in the air fryer. Okay, so it does have some kind of like seasony crust on it. Yes, absolutely. And then you put mustard on top throw of that. Throw mustard on top of that. When does it come out when it's done? Throw mustard on top of it. Delicious. And, and where does this come from? You, do you, maybe, are you a person that maybe, just needs uh, condi- condiments on your food? Is that what it is? Because there's, there, yeah, there's people who like you uh, out there. Um, sardines. Well, uh, sardines have mustard on it? I don't know. I don't eat those. I used to, have, I used to eat a lot of sardines back in the day. Like on crackers? Yeah. With mustard? Yeah, I think mustard If was. people do... They'd usually do sardines, crackers, that. mustard. Yeah, I think that's yeah, where yeah. I get it from. Okay. So any but that's so any fish you're gonna put mustard oh, on. Oh yeah, it's delicious. <sighs> had some I had some salmon yesterday. Put must put mustard, mustard. drizzled it in the mustard. Yep. Throw it on top and then put it on the side. <clears throat> you put it on top and on the side. Yeah. That's crazy. That's a lot of mustard, man. Yeah, it's just like I don't. I, I can't eat stuff just dry. Like when I eat a sure, but like me, I do like, a ter- I do like teriyaki. I do like teriyaki salmon. Okay. Like I, you know, I'll be, I'll marinate it in a sauce. Okay. You but know, everybody has a has sauce on it though. Yeah, yeah, that's how I like that's, it. But not mustard. <laughs> I do like you know like a lemon, like a lemon garlic lemon sauce or something okay. like that. Everybody you know? has lemon. The, you taste the lemon in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. it's, it's 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 cooking in the. Lemon. That's what I like though. I like everybody to have. But mustard is crazy. It's delicious though. And then mustard and then and then, and then and then your lovely fiance informed me. He's like, yeah. oh yeah, and he got me doing it, and then the kids <laughs> do it too. I was you like, haven't tried it though. This is crazy. You can't sit up here and knock me for if you haven't tried it. No, I can though. You haven't. Because the Heinz mustard on a piece of salmon is crazy. Try it. You got to twist the cap around, scrape the little mustard crust off, and then squeeze it. And then the water, you try the it? watery mu- mustard you comes out up. early. You shake it up. But sometimes it just comes out even if you no, shake you it up. you shake it up. No. Try it. I'll think about it. We'll go out and get some salmon. And then I'm like, hey, bring <laughs> I'm not ever in my life going out to a restaurant <laughs> and being like, hey, um, excuse me. Um, thank you for cooking the salmon perfectly. Could you bring you me out a mustard? mustard Could you bring me out a bottle of mustard? Yeah. Please? Uh, Monsieur, this we yeah. don't have a uh, mustard here for. We have grateful porn for other things, but mustard. not for salmon. Mustard. For salmon. Uh, Look, you cook some salmon. I'll come over here. I got you. I'll cook we, you some teriyaki I'll salmon. Bring, I'll bring the mustard. No, 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 <laughs> no. no. <laughs> you got to try it. But not on, not if I'm making the salmon. How I make the salmon that doesn't mustard would be crazy uh, on a t- piece of teriyaki. Uh, I'll salmon. bring you salmon, and then yeah, you bring me I'll your bring salmon. The okay. You bring me Stephanie's salmon, yeah, and I'll try it with the mustard on it. Yep. Now and you bet you go. Mm, I don't. I've never. I don't. I rarely do that for anything. <laughs> chef's kiss. Mm. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, Bellissimo. Yeah. About about salmon. Uh, mustard salmon. Uh, I don't know about that. Um, my second, my second bone to pick is yeah. like I said, is a little bit more serious. Okay. Now. This was the, this was, I've never spoken to your fiance mm-hmm. as much, and I didn't even speak to her that much, yeah. but I've never seen her so animated and speaking mm-hmm. as much as I did when we went out. Mm-hmm. And that 
reminded me of like, oh, I don't know. I don't know anything about. It's like when you leave here, it's like yeah. you, it's, or when you talk about your kids, it's yeah. like you're talking about your friend from another school. Yeah. I don't know anything. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and I have a problem with it. Okay. It's, it's, it bothers me. Yeah. Because if it, I, I never want anything to happen to you, knock on wood. Yeah. But God forbid if anything ever happened to you, you know that I would want your kids to be straight and I would want to have a hand in making sure your kids are Absolutely. straight forever. Yeah. Right. And, I don't know your fiance. Yeah. And I don't know your kids. Okay. And so when I'm here, you're like, man, you know, Max did this. He's crazy. Yeah. I'm like, if you say so, man. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I have so, a bone to pick with you then. Okay. Yeah. Please pick the bone. You don't come over my house as often as you should. How can I just come you over can to go somebody's like, house? Hey, man, what, what, what did we used to do when we were kids? I used to go, hey, hey, I'm coming over uh, to watch the game. But don't make that like it's, uh, that's, but you can we're be not like, kids. Hey, we're not kids yeah, anymore. But you can be like, hey, bro, you got, you're you, an adult. You got no, family. No, no, no. I get that. But you can go, you're in a place now, again, we talked about this one, you know, earlier. Mm-hmm. The album you are now is, is I've, you haven't been this person in a long time. Okay. Not knocking on, you know, I'm not putting knock on anything else, you know, in the past, but mm-hmm. whatever. Who you are now, you haven't been in a while. Okay. But you can be like, hey, bro, what's, what are you doing? Uh, first of all, you coming out, I was like, I was excited. <laughs> because a while ago, old Alvin, uh-huh. nah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> you wouldn't have came out. You can say what you want. You wouldn't have came out. Okay. You coming okay. out, I was excited. But you can go, hey, man, what you, what you doing Friday? I'm going to come over and watch the game. Come on over. Okay. Okay. Yeah, man. I'm not, okay. You can come over. You can come over. You My house is your house. You can come over as, as often as you want. Okay. Come hang with the kids. Get, you can come over. So don't don't put... That's not... 90% of it is me. Okay. All right, all right. You can go. Okay. Some African hearing you, hearing you saying that, I now know that, and I will yeah, now make man. more of an effort. But it's, it's listen, man, because we've had talks before in the past. It yeah. Was like, well, you know, Stephanie, you know, the kids and all, all that type of stuff. So I respected whatever type of boundaries. Yeah. Was the, whatever. You know what I'm saying? I don't have kids. I yeah. don't know anything about the intricacies of hanging out with kids yeah. and all that type yeah, of stuff man. like that. I feel like you, by you not having kids, I feel like you have an idea was like, you can't do anything if you have. It's just that's not how it is, man. You can come over. It's not like everything is shut down in my world because okay. I, I have I have two kids. Well, okay, not shut down. I didn't think shut down, okay. but I thought like there's like a a receptionist type of situation. It's like, no. well, um, maybe uh, we got we know we're going to the park. Yeah, I thought there was stuff like that happening. Nah, was like, oh, I'm not really around that day. No, that's why like I was that. like, well, here I let go to me work. Know. I come home. You can come through whenever. Watch, we can watch the game. They. They'll be around. Kids, they'll be running all over the place. They'll be Got Max it. will be in your face. It, it, you will be shocked. You, okay. you will be shocked. Okay. But it's not like that, man. Like I'm home. Okay. It's like the schedule is open. It's not like we have all these plans we gotta do every day. It's not like that. Okay. All. You okay. can come over and whenever you want, man. Whenever. Okay. Cause in the moment of 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 hanging out, I was having such a good time. Yeah. But it was also reminding me like I've never seen her laugh and be yeah. talking to me. Yeah. Laughing. Really. Like we're we're talking. You, we're talking about the kids and yeah. stories and what they do, and I'm like, I don't know any. I'm like a, I'm like a, uh, like a pen pal. Like yeah. I'm like a, I'm like a long distance friend in this store, this story that you have about your life. Yeah, and it's like I'm just hearing about stuff where I'm like, oh, that's, well, that's yeah, because cool. we we refer to you as Uncle Alvin to them, so they know who you are. Okay, but. You also have to be like, "Hey, I'm gonna come over." Yeah, you gotta make even it, even they that, might know who I, the uh, the concept of a right. Uncle Alvin, but like yeah. they don't know me. They know, but they know who you. If if they see you, I can go Uncle Alvin. They will go, "Okay, that's I know who." Right, we've heard the name. Got it. We put the name to the face. Okay, well I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start. But you can come over. You don't gotta yeah, come I'm, over for me. You can come over to see them. No, no, I'm gonna start for both. I'm gonna yeah, start yeah. making sure because because so, because I already yeah. gotta come over here. 
once a week, twice a week, right. whatever. So I see you. To drive through the ghetto to get here. Oh, wow. That was. For one. Wow. That was, so it's like, ow. you drive out to me, oh, come shit. hang out with me. All right. I got, well, the, I got the room all set up, the game room. Okay. Come on, watch the game, play the game, hang with them. They'll be around. Okay. Don't worry about them. They'll all be right. around. Okay. Well, that was, that. I, I needed to hear that. That's yeah, good man. to hear because I do, I don't like it to, I don't want it to just be like, Oh yes, that's uh, uh, quote unquote Uncle Alvin. Yes, that person that you speak of. No, I wanted to be like, yes, excited to see me, yeah. the Uncle Alvin. Yeah, yeah. but and you gotta, you have to show your face. Yes, yes, to be there. Yes, one. fair, fair point. I yeah, take man. that and I accept that. I'm glad we can have this conversation. Yeah. And I hope we can go out more and like I'll just I get my shot time, and a beer man. and like maybe we go somewhere where the, <laughs> your people don't know people. I like free drinks, but like it was crazy. I don't like you know what it is. Now nah, I know what it is. I don't like when girls know. The person that gets the free drinks, different because one they get more, it's different, and yeah. two the drinks that they're making are like crazy, yeah. like yeah. Uh, dr- like uh, dream sickle. They get way too much attention. Yeah, 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 way yes. too much. Speaking on what you were saying that you figured out when you was thirty, the other the last week I came over here, I had a stomachache. I had, and I told you, milk is yes. I can't have lact. The, I tried to give you some lactate, but it was yeah. too late. It already started yeah. running. Its I can't have just regular old milk anymore. It's just old milk, bro. Don't happen. I, the body just don't. Not just like it's supposed to anymore. Your your body, after like 24 years old, you put some milk in your body. Your body's like, what are you fucking crazy? What do you want me to do with this? It fucked me up. It's just pouring all into your stomach and stuff. They don't know what to do with it. It just comes out of your ass like water, man. man. Yeah, no. I I have not drank cow's milk (laughs) in at least six years. I started with almond milk and then I tasted oat milk about four years ago. And I was like, I like oat milk better. Yeah, and then I watched the documentary on about cow's milk and stuff and uh, how it's made and everything, yeah. and it turned me off from yeah, it. That's it's like the that, one like that is how when they made that shit about chicken nuggets, McDonald's chicken nuggets. <laughs> that's why I don't eat those. This is the last time. I'll still eat a chicken tender or something like that. Don't get me wrong, but chicken nuggets. So it's the same thing. But my point is, it did that didn't work on me, <laughs> and it was still that was like one of the worst ones. That shit was great. Oh, it was cr- uh, that one cows like how farming cow farming yeah, like yeah. cattle farming how brutal it is and they fucking. They use that no country from old for old men gun, the mm-hmm. little tank with the nail, yeah. and it goes in their brain. I've seen all those videos, and they're terrible. And I finish them, and I'm like, we got to do something different, man. This is, this is awful. Yeah. And then somebody's, would you like a black Angus burger? And I'm like, I would love Absolutely. a rare. <laughs> Make it bloody, please. So it's like, <laughs> so it, it works on me for like 15 yeah. minutes afterwards, but I'm still a heathen, man. I still eat meat. And yeah. I love meat, and I don't know what to say. And maybe it'll never change, but watching... Cow's milk, oh, cow's milk video. I was like, never again will I ever. Oh no, not a fucking chance. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Fran, uh, Fran, on a, yeah. on another serious note, there's been uh, some updates in the Lauren Smith Fields case. I, I I spoke about this last week. I believe she was the young lady who went on a Bumble date. Okay. And she ended up dying. They've still not released the cause of her death. I'm waiting on the toxicology report because mm. that was that would tell us a lot but they have released they have not released the name but apparently they released a picture of the guy i was mistaken i kept calling him elderly this guy's 37 years old mm. lauren smithfield was 23 years old they again i don't know how accurate it is because they're not saying his name but mm-hmm. they're using this picture of side by side of like this guy on top of a mount everest and then her in a bikini really painting it out like oh he's some professional dude and she's some internet thought or whatever yeah. like that's the kind of the dichotomy they're trying to paint like oh this guy's a professional guy he got mixed up met some girl some floozy off of the internet and she does drugs or whatever and she died now the family's suing the police department mm-hmm. for um like like racial prejudice or something like that or they feel like they feel like their cases wasn't getting didn't get paid attention to because this guy's white and they've just you know they didn't they didn't care but they didn't inspect her apartment 
Like they didn't take any evidence from her apartment the night of her death. And, and then not until a couple of weeks later did they go back in. They found a condom and like a pill of some mm-hmm. kind. They sent it off for analysis. But he said in his like affidavit of what he said happened that night that she got drunk. They were drinking tequila, watching movies, and then she fell asleep, passed out or whatever. And he picked her up, put her in bed, and then went to sleep next to her. Okay. Now, if there's a condom in there and that condom has his semen or his DNA of any kind in it. Did that then come out? No, it hasn't okay. come out yet. The, the, that's still being uh, analyzed at a lab. But okay. if that's the case, then he's a liar, mm-hmm. right? He has, he has sexual intercourse with this girl. And that puts everything into question. Was he also doing drugs? Were there drugs being done? Who, how did she get the drugs? So the, but he didn't say anything about having sex with he her. He didn't now. say he had sex with her. He said they were, doing, they were drinking tequila, and then she said her... Now, if, again, if you see pictures of this girl, Lauren Smithfield, she's a gorgeous girl, and I don't want to paint people out like you can tell when somebody has a drug problem. But what he said was he was hanging out with her. He never got her phone number. They only spoke off Instagram messages. So she called him on Instagram, which is something you can do. So that's, I'm not saying that's not. not yes. That's something it's you normal. can do. She yeah. never got his number. They talked over social media. They hung out. He brought a bottle of tequila, and she asked him for $40 so she could get her nails done. Okay. Whatever, right? <clears throat> They're hanging out, drinking tequila. She drank so much tequila that she threw up. Okay. Then she, she threw up. She rallied on a two-person hangout. That's why this sounds so crazy to me that they weren't doing drugs together, which I think is what was going on. He said that she drank tequila. They were drinking tequila. She got sick from the tequila, booted in the the alley, I mean, booted in the bathroom, like went in there and threw up, and then rallied, drank more tequila. They're playing games. They started watching a movie, and then she said her brother texted her, said she got something, he's got something for her downstairs. She went downstairs, got something, came back upstairs, went in the bathroom for 10 or 15 minutes. And he's like, I didn't really ask why she was in there for so long. I didn't feel like it was my place. Where's the brother? Because her brother said, I didn't text her anything. I didn't see her that night. I haven't. Okay. I didn't see her for like a couple of days until I found out she was dead. So I never. About, think about this. Is like it's just it's his word against a nobody's word. Nobody. Nobody. She's she's dead. she's dead. So he's he's saying, well, she said it was her brother, but we all know what the implication is there. That she said it was her brother, but really it was a drug dealer that she went down and got drugs from. And then came upstairs and went and did drugs in the. Do you have her phone? Is, has that information come out yet? I haven't it's heard anything about what's on her phone. Okay, I would lo- like I said, I don't know if they released the DMs, the Bumble. They already profile. mishandling this already. This one's because well because they were like this guy's nice like he just came. They over already here didn't let him go. Yeah. They already didn't. He's lawyered up. He won't be speaking anything wow. like publicly ever again. But yeah, no, they were like this nice guy came over here to some junkie's house, and the junkie overdosed, and so we don't need to take up time of his night let him go live his life his 37 year old life he's a nice tall white guy um but yeah i mean the implication is what he's saying and and if you read in between the lines of his words is you know we were she was a little reckless she was drinking a lot of the tequila i'm just i'm, I'm gonna put what i hear when i'm when i'm reading his affidavit and his statements of that night it's like we were having a good time i came over to have some fun with a girl she drank a lot got sick and then she went downstairs and got something from her brother she said and then she went in the bathroom for 10 or 15 minutes. And I didn't ask any questions. I thought it was weird, but I didn't, you know, it's not my business to pry, which is saying it's not my business to ask if you're doing drugs in the bathroom is what he's saying. And then they, she came out of the bathroom. They watched some of the more of a movie. She passed out. And then I nobly, like the good guy that I am, picked her up and put her in bed. And then I just laid in bed next to her and went to sleep. And then when I woke up, I went to the bathroom. And I, when I looked at her, she had blood coming out of her nose. And then I called the police. Now, like I said, a couple of weeks after the story broke and the family made a, you know, hell raised hell like they should have. 
Then they went back in the apartment and collected evidence, and they collected a condom and a pill of some kind. If that condom has his DNA evidence in it, his entire story falls apart, and he should be looked at like a prime suspect, like he should have been looked at as a prime suspect a month ago. Yeah, he should have. He should currently be the prime suspect and be being questioned and stuff. Um, I don't know if this guy killed Lauren Smithfields. I don't know if she overdosed on her own accord. I don't know anything. But what I know is it was a fishy situation. They let this guy go. Now there's a condom being found at the place. Something happened. Like, and it's crazy that this is, it's a close case. Like this case is closed essentially. Like they were like, yeah, she, she died of an overdose or something. But her, like I said, her toxicology report hasn't been released. The cause of death hasn't been released. So we still don't really know anything. I, okay. But it's not closed. It's, it's, well, it's closed in the sense that, like, the guy, the only guy that yeah, was there, but, they let him go. Okay, but the other evidence hasn't come out yet. All the other evidence hasn't come okay. out. I think that the toxicology is majorly important. Whose DNA is in the condom is majorly important. And I, we'll never know. But if he had drugs in his system, that's majorly important. And we'll never know that. Because he got out of there without being screened or doing a breath a lot, anything. They didn't take us samples or anything. So we'll never know if they were doing drugs together. If he slipped her drugs, we'll never know. Yeah. So it's just it's just it's just an odd it's an odd case, and I hope we get some answers soon. Yeah. But uh, anyway, let's go ahead and get into these Patreon shoutouts. Oh yeah, Fran, it's time to celebrate once again, folks. I want to remind people. $3 tier to become an Affirminator. $6 tier to become a serial killer and get access to all kind of exclusive content. We're still trying to figure out. I, I want Fran to have some kind of Fran's show. Yeah. I want you to get on it. I want you to brainstorm. I want you to I'm give trying, me a, give me a list of I'm like trying. five ideas. Okay. And, and we'll work we'll work them and kind of flush them out. We'll figure out something. And I'll give you the mobile equipment. Yeah. And you can do it at your house on your own free time. Okay. And then you just bring me the SIM card. Yeah. I'll edit it and we'll, you know, we'll figure something out. Yeah. But we got all kind of content on the conspiracy. Uh, my radio show that I've been doing, which was so fun. You shout called in on the most recent Radio, one. Man. That was so fun, bro. I got two phone calls. <laughs> the phone was ringing off the hook, but I got two phone calls to come through. Two requests. Well, now you got to guarantee, like, hey, you might not, you might not get on. Yeah, it's call the, show him, call is, the radio is so hot. Yes, I can't take all the calls. Oh man, yeah, the phone lines were buzzing. I was having a blast. <laughs> Uh, so we're still figuring out AMP Radio, yeah. all the technical stuff. Um, uh, we got uh, early episodes, ad-free episodes yeah. over there, all kind of stuff. So just so go it's ahead. three and six dollars. Three and six dollars. It's not sixteen dollars. Whoever it's said not that was sixteen dollars. Not Joe Rogan. It's not Joe Rogan yeah, experience. It's not the Joe Rogan experience. This is not Netflix. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I. I don't have that much confidence in our content. In our content to ask for fifteen dollars. That's crazy. That's nuts. <laughs> you gotta have movies, or you gotta be making something right. crazy, sketches or something. Yeah. Which we're. Hey, I'm not ruling it out. Yeah. yeah. The WAP was a sketch. Yeah. So hey, any, any anything's possible over there, but it's all capped at six dollars. Yeah. <laughs> and also, we got the virtual house party coming up this week. Yep. Thursday. If you if you get on as a three dollar member or a six dollar member, you have you have a ticket to the party. You have an invitation. Come, bring your drinks. It's gonna be the first. Don't miss it. It's gonna be the first. It's one. gonna be the first one. It's, but it's, it, if, if it goes well, it's gonna be the first of many. Yeah. Absolutely. And then those will be exclusive house party uh, Patreon hangout. Yeah. So you know you want to be a part. You want, we want to be a member of the Patreon. To get that X access as well, because yeah. I, I, in my mind, it's going to be a super fun time. So you have to. Right now is the best time to join a Patreon. Uh, exactly. Right now, is, why is, is that, Fran? Because we got the house, the, the house party, man. Yes. Thursday, the live show. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a game changer. Man. Oh man, yeah, you know, it's gonna, it's, it's, so it's, it's gonna be fun. Every, you know, this is goes to the Patreon, this goes out to the free public. So it's like, if you, if, if you hearing this on Apple, whatever it is, yeah, get over there on you're Patreon. You're not on the Patreon. Get over there. You, you're missing out. I got us 4K cameras. You're gonna get to see all of this. Chocolate skin 
the, all this you're gonna see all this melanin in 4K. I don't know if they can handle that, friend. Yeah. I'm gonna get my I'm gonna get my skin exfoliated, put a nice outfit on. Okay. I'm excited, man. Yeah, man. I'm gonna be at my house, so Max might make an appearance, man. Please, I hope he does. <laughs> this is gonna be I'm really he definitely will. I'm really pumped, man. And, and and just a shout out to some of the people who have been hearing all of the things brewing over on Patreon decided to step their game up and jump on over there. Yeah. We're going to kick things off with shout out to Brianna G. It might be Brianna. Not really sure. Yeah. I'm going to call you both. You are a true G. And thank you for joining that Patreon. Yeah. Much love. Up next, we got Sarah L. Sarah, you are a great person. You know something? Ever since the day that I saw your picture coming up on the Patreon, I was like, that's a person that's gone places in life. Right. And you don't, don't know how I can tell? Uh-huh. So they join the Patreon. Up next, we got Shauna okay. B. Shout out to Shauna B. Um, I, like, I had a crush on a girl in middle school named Shauna. Uh, she was she was very pretty and uh, it didn't work out. Uh, anyway, up next, up next we got, up next we got <laughs> up next we got Erica D. Shout out to Erica D. Much love and appreciation. Shout out to you. Thank you for joining. And up next we got Megan. We okay. got Megan G. Shout out to Megan G. Um, much love to you. Thank you for joining the Patreon. I hope you're enjoying that content over there. We appreciate the support. And lastly, we got Deanna H. Deanna, you are. Just great. You know how great you are. I don't want to listen. I don't want to take up time talking about how great Deanna is. But Deanna, you know. And thank you for that thing you did one time for us. We appreciate that. She helped us uh, with some stuff. She did? No, I don't know. Right. Uh, but she's great, though. I'm sure she would if we, if we needed her. Because okay. that's just the kind of affirmative she is. Uh, shout out to all of those shout people. And, and, and shout out to anybody who's considering joining the Patreon. And see I, you at the house party. Because you, you see you all of you at the there. house party. Yep. Bring your drinks. We got, we got drinking games planned. Yep. We got all kind of we got improv games planned. It's going to be a fun time, and I'm yep. really excited for the virtual house party this Thursday, January 27, 27, 7.30 p.m., something like that. Somewhere around that time. It's yeah. this Thursday. You know, hey, listen, you, hey, if you know, you know. That's the thing that people are saying yeah. a lot these days. What is it? Y-I-Y-K-W-K-Y. Is that what it W-K-Y-L. Double Y K U Y L. Yeah. So you know that. If you know, you know. Yeah. So listen, uh, thank you guys for the support. I don't know how many times I really, yeah. f- Fran, yes. I don't know how many times, I don't know how many times we can say it, bro. What, what a journey. This Damn, is this man. like five years. It's coming up on five years. It'll be five is years. It? It'll be five. This October will make five years of doing the podcast. And five years. Five years. 2017. Damn. Yeah, man. It's like, uh, it, it's, it's, it'll be, it will make five years of us That's doing the crazy. podcast. The, the, the levels that we've jumped, the things that we've accomplished, yeah, the man. stories that we've put out the into the world. I got a DM the other day because I saw a crazy video from like a, a lady that's like a dermatologist or something saying, you don't need to wash your arms and legs or whatever. And a listener was like, hey, I just want you guys to know that I started washing my legs because of your podcast. And I was like, that's a weird compliment. And <laughs> and thank you. Right. She's like, so you guys are making a difference in the world. And I was yeah. like, oh, okay, cool. Well, it, you know, if, you got to make your mark some kind of way. And if we're the podcast is making white people put soap on their legs, I'll take it. You know, it's crazy. That's crazy. That's why. Just, why aren't you just doing that? Why aren't you just doing that? The water that's coming, the soap that's coming down from the top yeah. is dirty soap. Yes. It's not that it coming down and hitting your legs. You got to exfoliate. You got to scrub those legs, man. It's crazy. Yeah. Not washing your legs is crazy. It's wild. Like, what are you doing in there? Yeah. I mean, you can't be touching your feet. No. I mean, you're just in there just imagining. What are you? So, you, okay. So you go in there, you just hit the, you hit the nips and the bits. Yeah. Hit the nips and the bits, pits. Mm-hmm. Somebody said a rhyme to me one time, and I was blown away. 
They're like, yeah, you hit the nips, bits, and pits. And pits. I think that was the rhyme. That's not right. I was like, what? Yeah. What about your neck? What about <laughs> neck dirt? Yeah. Yeah, how about that? Yes. How about you add neck into it? And if you're going to add neck, how about back? Yeah. And everything. Yes. In between your toes. Yeah. What are we doing here? Come on. Toe jam? Oh, you got toe jam. Anyway, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to get into some fucked up shit. So stick around. Wash your legs. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. All right, welcome back. Uh, my favorite murder this week is about the story of Kevin Lewis. Okay. Again, when um when I look for my stories, I think I told you this before. You know, I put in a topic to just different things to try to find different stories instead of me just putting in murder stories. Right. Where the sh- the same shit comes up. Mm-hmm. The first couple of pages, which is always Ted Bundy and shit, is like yeah. Try yeah. to put in something different with other shit. That shit doesn't pop up. That yeah. goes to the back of the list. Some you do like a broad up. category. Exactly. Like, so, a, like a, sh- a strangulation or something. Right. Missing so, person. Yeah. Something. So this one I did was a mistaken identity murder. Um, so in September 2017 in Snohomish County, Washington, Amanda uh, Canales was on a business trip in New York City and had asked her babysitter to stay at her house to babysit her three kids. Kevin Lewis hired his cousin, then 18-year-old Jardon, Jardon Phillips, to get, quote, Amanda Canales who was his ex-wife mm-hmm. and the mother of his three kids, out of the way. The defendant paid his cousin $2,400 to kill Canales. $2,400. $2,400, bro. And you should, and one part of the story, you would, you would thought they got paid a million dollars. I'll get to that part. Phelps and then 16-year-old Alex Hale. Alex is Phelps' girlfriend at that time. On September 17th, 2017, reportedly drove from Everett, from Spoken to meet with Lewis. 
Cell phone records put the phone, the phones of both suspects at the location consistent with traveling together with the time, with the timing of the murder. So they drove to meet with Wallace to Lewis. I'm sorry, Lewis mm-hmm. to come to this agreement to, to do this talk, this, talk figures. Yeah. To do this job. And then they drove from, um, where they met to, um, Snohomish. Mm-hmm. Once there, Lewis reportedly provided the alleged hitman the address of the home where his ex-wife was staying. Phelps and Hale reportedly drove to the home in the 3100 block of York Road at approximately 1.55 a.m. An armed Phelps knocked on the front door. The babysitter, who was staying at the home to babysit Amanda's three children, opened the door. The authorities say that Phelps shot the woman five times before fleeing the scene with Hale. Police reportedly found Alicia Canales McGuire, Amanda's Canales' sister, and Lewis' ex-sister-in-law dead from her wounds in the doorway of the home. She wasn't the intended target, right? Absolutely not. But little did Lewis know that his ex-wife Amanda was on a business trip. Um, so obviously she wasn't the intended target Amanda was. But he just shot whoever opened the door or whoever was there. Well, they were saying that the gunman didn't, he didn't, Lewis didn't tell the gunman like, oh, this could possibly happen. Got it. Again, this is a murder for hire story. Yes. They didn't, they was just like, oh, we paid to go to kill, kill somebody, to kill somebody at, this at this house. And yeah. that's what they did. So when Amanda heard the news, she immediately thought that those shots were intended for her. Mm. So investigator, investigators said that Phelps and Harold were far from discreet about their roles in the murder for hire plot. The male suspect posted f- photos on social media showing off several hundred dollars, several hundred dollar bills just a few hours after the murder. So they, they, they got paid. You know, these are... But did they, though? I'm talking about by their standards. Oh, okay. They like, got... Flex, they let's like, flex this out. We got $2,400 and hundreds. They use the money to spell something bills? out. Yeah, they, just- <laughs> they all on like, oh, we getting this money out here. Mm-hmm. So the female suspect allegedly bragged to several acquaintances, quoting, you would never guess what we did for this, for this check. Why? Why? Why can't people just, like, commit crimes in pe- and go... I mean, it's good. It helps them get caught, but, yeah. like... What if they did guess? Let me guess. You killed somebody, LOL? No. no. Why would you even ask me that? So yeah, he said, Here, look, look at this comment. He said that we uh we we killed somebody. <laughs> like that's that that'll fuck somebody else, throw them all off. Or they like it? Let yeah. me guess, you killed somebody? Like. Everybody just laughing. Definitely, did, yeah, like, you, you definitely, yeah. And it's like they are. Everybody just brush it off because they just like, oh, they liked it, but that one person go like, that's weird. That's weird. Why'd you like it? Yeah. <laughs> so she said that she quoted like, you never, you would never guess what we did for this check. Probably on 2017. I don't know if there was a Facebook live then or Instagram live then. I'm not. I don't probably. think so. Think I don't so? know. Probably they was on something. Yeah, they were on something. They were on something. And and that she had been hired to kill someone in Snohomish County. The Snohomish County Sheriff's Office said in a statement following the duo's arrest more than a year after the killing, following the bloody murder where cops found Canales McGuire's body slumped in the doorway and riddled with bullets, investigators got a break um, in that summer after receiving a tip. So police received a phone call from somebody in the the Spokane area um, who said she had been at a social gathering and a young woman there claimed that she was hired to kill someone in Snohomish County. The sheriff's, uh, the sheriff's office, Shari Ayrton said. So, you know, this is some time after this happened. Mm-hmm. And these people were still out here bragging. It's crazy. Like, 
at a party, like <laughs> yelling and shit, drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Man, this song is good. It makes me want to catch another body. You're yeah. like, what do you mean by yeah. that? No, nah, nothing. But I'm just saying, just people know not to mess with me is all I'm saying. Because you could end up in the graveyard. Yeah. Like, what the fuck are these? I've, you know, it's, it's crazy. Like, we've been around. You're just around people like this that just just can't keep illegal activities to themselves. They but need- also, it's like, they done this. It was like, oh, I've done something that has this image of me mm-hmm. where people will be scared or intimidated yes. of me. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. I need to tell. I need to tell people. My rep. I need to tell people. To get my rep up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The real ones don't don't be out here no. exposing their business like that. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Those are the ones. Those are the real scary. Those ones, ones you should be scared of. Whereas, like, I know that they do stuff. <laughs> yeah, and nobody will nobody, he- yeah. will ever know. Nobody. They don't say people anything know, about. but they just don't talk about it. And he doesn't. You see this dude he's like, oh, he just like a cool. No, he's not. He's not the one to be played. Don't with. Don't look at him too long. <laughs> don't look him in his eyes. Right. Not the one we play with. But these people are like, I got this money. Mm-hmm. Twenty. I'm telling everybody. Four hundred. That's a nice. Big that's ones. a nice tax return. It's a nice tax. Twenty four hundred big ones. It's a nice tax return. But at 16, but 18 years old. Is that how like, I thought the 16? It was 16, oh, 17 okay. years old. Yeah, $2,400. I remember I got a check from Abercrombie for $126. Mm-hmm. I worked like, I don't know, 25 hours or something yeah. like that. They earned that. Did you just balling? I was like, don't talk to me. I was getting burritos every day. I was living my life, bro. Yeah. So I can only imagine $2,400. At 16? Yeah, Don't man. talk to me. I might quit. I might have quit Abercrombie. My whole, my whole life would have changed. <laughs> if I just came up on twenty four hundred dollars, I'm like, I don't even need a job anymore. What is work? That's how that's how I felt on tax time. Like you were getting <laughs> two grand, you were like, "Ooh, I'm living, I'm living now." Man, listen. And it took a couple weeks for that to hit, though. You let like, me tell I you about. Wait. The, let me tell you about the time I took a dive on that old man. <laughs> listen, the bank account was looking uh, lovely, and I took a couple weeks off from work. I bet. I hope that guy's alive still. But it's not likely that he is. But he was an older gentleman, wasn't he? Oh, he was old as shit. He's old as dirt. He shouldn't have been driving the car. Mm. But hey, you rear-ended me. My back. <laughs> Going physical therapy and shit. Are you? You can still talk about Put it. Can script. you still? What? What is there to talk about? Yeah, the, the, the check's clear, buddy. Check's clear, buddy. <laughs> the money's the money's gone, bud. Money's gone, bud. Money's gone. He hit my car. He hit my car. That's crazy. I do a couple physical therapy sessions. Physical therapy, man. And then I fucking, then I, walk, like you I walked out of that motherfucker like Kaiser Soze. I was limping, then I stopped limping and fucking looked over my bank account. <laughs> Stupid idiot. Yeah, it was in here, like his back was hurting. Uh, oh, oh, God, it was the electrodes. I was like, it's too much. I can't handle it. Oh, man, no, I sold that like a shit. That's crazy. I could have won an Oscar for that performance. I bet, sure. man. Well, let me tell you like this. If we're going to get into it, I don't mean to go off on a tangent because I don't yeah. want people to, I'm not fully scumbag. I was going to let it go once I saw how elderly he was. Okay. But then I went to work and while I was working, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm kind of banged up. So I called my mom and my mom was like, let me put you in t- contact with my friend who's a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, you need to go to the, you need to go to the emergency room right now because what you don't want is in a week you find out you had some kind of internal injury that mm-hmm. you didn't know. And now it's worse and there's mm-hmm. no, you didn't do anything about it. And yeah. now you can't do anything about it now. Mm-hmm. So you need to go do the history or get the like paperwork started now. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, no, he was like, yeah, you can go do a couple physical therapy sessions. I could probably get him a settle for like 20. Mm. I was like, 20 what? <laughs> and he informed me. And then the I insurance company. Yeah. Settle. I knew it was a wrap when he told me, he was like, yeah, I called them and I just said his name and they were like, Oh, him. Damn. Man. They were like, he should we he, he shouldn't be driving one. anymore. This ain't the first version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, it's a wrap. Oh, they probably got rid of that deal. Oh, you as Oh yeah, they dropped them for sure. They dropped them for sure. 
But you know, hey, oh, listen, yeah. man. I, hey, I'm just, my my whole point is, That's I know what it's like to be young and dumb with money. And you don't have nothing to show for it. <laughs> no, no, it's all gone. It's all gone. Might have a pair of shoes or something left from it. Yeah, no, it was. Believe <laughs> didn't that. invest. Didn't get any crypto with that one. Nah, and nah, I didn't get any NFTs with this. <laughs> nah. Just we don't have like, that. Who At wants that time, to go? We don't have that. <laughs> no. You probably could have been a millionaire right now. Man, if I would have been on Bitcoin when I got that and put it right into it, no. Nah, but I was like, who wants to go to Ruth's, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> man, I was living laughing. It was crazy, man. So, um, this person, this individual, overheard them and was like, "I'm calling the police." During this case, Phelps testified that he did not know he was targeting the home. In 2017, as Lewis only provided an address. Also, during uh, Lewis' trial, Phelps reportedly testified that he used the money Lewis paid him. Guess, guess a couple things that they bought with that money. With the 2400 2400 mm, 16 Um, Definitely clothes. An iPhone. No, okay. So they bought some Timberland boots. They, they bought some butters. Shoes. <laughs> they, <laughs> the Yutters? They bought some butters. Okay. They got several tattoos. They bought tattoos. They got nah, I did not think of that. She got tatted of up. Of course. Yeah, they got tatted up. Face tattoo teardrop. Probably. Yeah. Uh-huh. They couldn't wait for that. No, I was like, no, nah, yeah. Wait. And it was like, oh, we got to get the Ferragamo belt. Of course. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. They got the fucking. At the party, just showing off the butters and stuff. <laughs> you know what I did for these? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they should call them blutters. You're like, what the fuck are you doing? What? <laughs> Excuse me? Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. But I'm just <laughs> nothing, saying, <though>. just know. <laughs> I'm like that. Okay, man. Yeah. All right, the person cool. over there like yeah, is drinking and just like sipping it and like <laughs> looking at him, like, <laughs> so what the fuck did he say? What are you talking about? Why would you call him blooders? Got 911. So the male suspect was being held at the uh Snohomish County Jail on a five million dollar bail um as of late when this article came out, which was in twenty twenty one. The female suspect, who was 16 at the time of the murder, was being held at a juvenile detention center. It's unclear if they have retained attorneys, they said. So prior to the Judge Thompson heading down the sen- handing down the sentence during Tuesday's proceedings, Amanda Canales reportedly read a victim impact statement in which she referred to Lewis as pure evil. Mm. Um, she also emphasized that Lewis in- intended to have her murdered while their three kids were in the house. Mm. So this dude, you can just tell, and so I'm going to read some of her words. You can just tell that this dude, uh, like this was a, a selfish decision, obviously. But of for course. him to not think about his kids in this situation, mm-hmm. this dude was on, like his mind was just. Yeah, he was, I want her gone. I want her gone. It's like, and this girl was killed in front of her, front of his three kids. Yeah, now so imagine her, nie- her, was, her nie- nieces and nephews. Yeah, imagine if that was the mom to oh, do something yeah. like that. And he's like, I don't give a shit. I, I mean, the trauma the trauma persists. Yeah. They they still had to see a person yes, die, but like the that. idea that you were comfortable with the mother of your children being murdered in front of your children. Yes, yeah, pretty crazy, right? And I haven't given to the reason why he, you know, he did this. I'm sure it's a great one. Uh, so this is her her words. Um, she said, "I thought, I thought that you loved them, but someone who loved them would never want to subject them subject them to danger and trauma." Mm. So she did this while reportedly staring directly at Lewis. Mm-hmm. She said, did you care if that if did you care that if that it was just me at home that night, they would have woken up to find their own mother dead lying in the pool of blood. Mm. Kanala said the children were traumatized by the killing, but were on the road to recovery. She said their their healing 
they're moving forward despite all of the damage that you caused. And in case you're wondering, they don't ask about you or talk about you at all. Mm. That's one of those. That's 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 one of those ones that's gonna sting you. Oh, for sure. That's, yeah. He's gonna live with that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She said that it's a relief to have. It's a relief to have the world know what my family and I have known the whole time. I was with Kevin almost for almost ten years, and I just hid how horrible the marriage was from everyone. Mm. They didn't know the real Kevin. Even I didn't know how far he'd go until it happened. She said. So when Lewis was charged in 2019, so Lewis was charged in 2019 with uh, Canales McGuire's murder. He was already jailed for assaulting his ex-wife, leaving her with bruises and bloody injuries. So he assaulted this woman yeah. throughout their you know, time when they were married. Mm-hmm. So the ex-wife testified that she started to fear for her life in 2017. And at one point, Lewis threatened to kill her if she did not give him custody, full custody of their three children. Oh jeez. Yeah. So that was his that was his motive of why he did this. He wanted full custody. He wanted full custody. By late August 2017, Amanda Canales was granted full custody of the kids and instead of receiving child support, Lewis was ordered to pay $800 per month. So he was like, this you know, I want full custody of my kids, but this is putting a hole in my pocket. Yeah. <laughs> so this is like But also, if she has full custody and he's paying, that sounds like he might not even have visitation. Probably not. So I could that's not, I'm not saying I could see not, how Oh. I, but I see that's like that's like the that's like as that's like as as penalized as you can be as well, a well he assaulted her so oh of course like, of course but I'm just saying yeah, like yeah. you don't get to see your kids and you pay child support yeah it's like you you might as well just you might as well just give up your rights as a parent at least then maybe you don't have to pay child support I would think it's like you don't get to see the kids and you got to pay child support it's like damn that's hard uh, yeah so it was like he probably but not it's not undeservingly right he so you know he was going through this with child support so he wasn't seeing his kids he's paying eight dollars a month. They had a, this rocky um, domestic relationship. Yes. So in his mind, you know, which is not the first time reading something like this, I get her out of the way. Mm-hmm. And then I'll all of my custody. problems will be solved. I'll get full custody of my kids. But it's like, once they find out what, you know, what, like. You're going to be the primary <laughs> suspect. Yes, absolutely. You've, you have a history. You of, assaulted so, her. Yeah, yes. It's, I mean, you're going to be the number one suspect. So, But I'll, I'll hire somebody, though. Yeah. So they won't think it's me. Yeah. You're doing this to 16, 17 year old kids. They're going to be like, if they get caught, they go, oh, tell, yeah. Tell uh, Lu- Kevin Lewis is the one that Her hired husband. Us. Her ex husband hired <laughs> yes. us. Kevin Lewis is the one that hired us. So, in addition to life sentence for this botched murder for hire, Snohomish County Judge Thompson reportedly ordered Lewis to not have any contact with Phelps, Hale, or Canales. So, the people he hired and his ex wife, or his children, obviously, for the rest of his life. Mm. Also charged with first degree aggravated murder with a firearm and first-degree conspiracy to commit murder, and he is ineligible for parole. Mm. So Phelps and Hale both pleaded guilty to one count each of first-degree murder. Phelps was sentenced to 30, 31 and a half years in prison, while Hale was sentenced to 15 years in prison. I think probably because she was, Hale was the... Like an accomplice, kind of. Like the driver? Uh, yeah, and, and, and the minor at the time. Oh, so the underage, got it, yeah, got so it. so that probably paid a part as yeah. well. And this is, this is the picture of the Canales... Sisters, That's sisters? Uh, yeah. So, but, but me first doing the research, mm-hmm. I was like, maybe this is before reading the story and seeing the picture, seeing the headline. I thought, okay, maybe the person he hired thought that was her. Sure. By by Just because they similar, look alike. I thought yeah. it was like a. I thought it was like a. Um, 
a twin identical type of thing. Got so it, he was got like, it, yeah. we thought it was her yeah. based on the picture that he showed us. Yeah. That's what I thought at first. I feel like they probably like knocked on the door or and broke in or like whatever. The like, first one that came to do it was yeah. like, that's her. Mm-hmm. That's what we're going to A after. woman. Right. She's but light right. skinned yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Because what happened was, I think I did like, yeah, it was a mistaken identity. So I thought it was like, oh, they just thought they got the wrong person. They got the wrong person, but I thought by looks, they just look alike. And they thought, they thought it was her. Like they put more thought into it than right. you. No, I don't think so. And that brought me back to the story of, the story I did a while ago of Wesley, I can't remember their names. The two the guys, two that, guys was in that were in prison that had almost the exact same name and mm-hmm. looked and exactly, exactly alike. the same. Yeah, yeah that, <laughs> so was that was wild. that was one of the stories I thought about when I when I did this story. I was like, that one was crazy because the names were almost identical, and yeah. I was like, that was wild. But that was the story of Kevin Lewis. Rest in peace to um, Alicia Canales, Canales McGuire. Prayers to that and, family, man. Yeah, prayers to the whole family and those kids that they got to deal with that that their aunt. You know, yeah. was brutally murdered in front of them. And also, like as uh, the woman who was the intended target, having to—it's not her fault, but like you—you yeah. you have to, you have to. It's a—it's your own journey to go on to go. Like I brought this person into me. Like this, I introduced Kevin to my family. I married him, yeah. and he killed. He wanted to kill me and ended up killing my sister. Like that she, has pro- she has to. She has to process yeah, that. Can, that, you that know? can definitely do it. Like, I introduced like, this person into our life, or also that I'm. She had to. She had to stay at my house. Yeah. So yeah. that could bring on. That can bring a lot of guilt onto her. For sure. Being like, he, yeah, I get it, but that was kind of my fault. I, I could. I should have. You know, it's just those games. You get that stuff. You got to deal with is going to hurt. It's a lot of healing. It's a yeah, lot of healing. Yeah, yeah. It's so. going. It's a lot of healing needs to be done in that situation. Yeah. It's for really, for three really kids tragic. to go through that, a whole family to go through that is 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 tragic. And yeah. that dude is a an idiot. I don't know what. It's crazy when you go like, what the fuck? What, was the what are you thinking? But you wasn't. You wasn't doing anything and coming up with this bullshit no. plan. Yeah. So that was the story of Kevin Lewis um, for the, the mistaken identity murder of um, Alicia Canales um, McGuire. Mm. All right. Well, what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, it's my turn to tell you guys some fucked up shit. So stick around. All right. And we are back. Fran, uh, my affirmative murder story this week was inspired by the Bronx fire that happened earlier this month. Um, I think the death toll is up to 19, absolutely terrible situation. Most of the, most of the people in the building were um, immigrants from the country of Gambia. Mm. Um, And there's a history of ghettos and high rise apartments that don't have adequate designs and aren't being kept up to code and they go up in flames or there's lead paint and this is this is not a i don't i don't uh, situations like what happened in the bronx aren't particularly always accidents they might have started as an accident but a series of failures on you know keeping up with the maintenance of the building might exacerbate a fire and cause it to be more uh of of a deadly thing than it would have been had the building been up to code yeah, speaking on that, I was, me and Steph went to go do like the thing where you make candles and we was down there near, you know, them projects down there by Johns Hopkins Hospital? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that was all like. They tore it all down. It's still up, but I mean, it's like, Abandoned. it's abandoned. Oh, yeah. I didn't know. I was it all like, up. Yeah, but for me, right down there, I go, that shit is crazy for it to just like, I, being down there, we, you know, being down there, you know, when you're young, you ride past there and see all the people that's right around there. Mm-hmm. And then you go over there and it's like, Oh, that shit is just not even. Yeah, no. They just kicked. They just got all of them out of there. Yeah, 
I watched an interest. I watched an interesting before I get into my I, my story because you bring up a good point. And I like to talk about that kind of stuff. I watched a really cool video that changed my perspective. I mean, I had already had the perspective a bit, but you know, when you hear somebody, sometimes you hear somebody say it, say something the right way, and you go, yeah. "That is that's what I've been thinking," but you you laid it out like clearly. Yeah. And he was saying we need to retrain our brains to 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 we we like uh we say. We, we, we put negative connotation on the word gentrification. Mm-hmm. Like we say gentrification. Oh, they're going to gentrify the neighborhood. Right. Gentrification is good. As, like yeah. Black people yes. can gentrify their own neighborhoods. Like yes. you can grow a garden or, you know, uh, reinvest money into the the steps and you're all, every, everybody get new steps or whatever. And the yeah. property value will go up. Yeah. And real estate you hear, real estate investing and just and being in the circle you hear, you hear a lot by the block. Yes. For black people, you buy the block gentrify it to help your people out it's like it's not always like we're trying to kick you guys out to yes get some it's like it's not people just look at it the complete wrong way yes and the 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 reason we look at it the wrong way is because there's another word for what we're describing mm-hmm. and it's what john john hopkins is doing yeah by buying now they're buying it up and they're gonna make they're it gonna look nice so yeah, yeah. they're gonna tear it all down they're gonna, and they're gonna pay they're gonna uh give doctors the first go at and living down there the, for yep. for a low cost yep it, that's called colonization yeah like that's not gentrification they're coming in they're taking over a neighborhood yeah. they're kicking out the indigenous people of yep. that place and displacing them sending them somewhere else that's not gentrification and to use that word as a negative de-incentivizes people to try to do it themselves yeah. because they think like, oh, I don't want to gentrify this neighborhood and and, and ruin it or whatever. It's, it's like, no. terrible. No, yeah, no. You're, gentrification is making a neighborhood look better. Yes. Colonization is what is currently happening in, in Baltimore City. All these people are coming in and, you know, they don't want to live in D.C. anymore, so they're willing to commute. So they'll mm-hmm. come in and buy all yeah. these brownstones up for pennies on the dollar, gut them, renovate them, and then sell them for triple the price. Yep. And then, you know... And, and then the neighborhood doesn't look the same anymore. And then all those people who lived once lived there, they get kicked out, moved out to the suburbs yep. or what once was the suburbs. And then they change the bus lines and those people can't get back into their neighborhoods that they used to live into because they don't want them to live there anymore. They're like, this is nice now. So you, the bus doesn't come here anymore. Yeah. Like one of the guys, one of, um, one of my partners that I work with, he does, he's doing a lot of work in Baltimore City. He goes, if you go down the city and you see bus lanes, mm-hmm. she's about to change around there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, as soon as you see that, they about to come in here and whatever they about to do. I don't know who, but she's about to change. This whole block is about to change. Mm-hmm. And, and there's a couple blocks down there where it's like if you go and because the house, the street I used to live where I was born kind of down that way, that whole block is gone. John Hawkins bought that up years ago. Mm-hmm. But a couple blocks down there where it's like they tore down and he built these new town row homes. Yeah. And they're all like blue. Red, it, 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 the color, they're all color and it's like, wow. It's like you yeah. see that and you go, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. No, so it's, it's wild. Yeah. yeah. So they are... They're taking the city back. Yeah. And, you know, if you do have some money, if you came out of the pandemic, you, if you're one of the people that were fortunate enough to, because a lot of people are up, let's not, listen. Yeah. Let's be real. We caught flack on here. We're talking about PP loan scams and all the unemployment. It was real. It was, there were scams happening. <laughs> there were scams real. happening. People needed money too, but the people are up. Yeah. People made a lot of money off of that. And if you're some of those people who are fortunate enough, invest in a property. If yeah. you live here, invest yeah. in property here because it's going to, skyrocketing it's value it's it, definitely flipping yeah i mean the, the the market the housing market is already ridiculous as it is yeah houses that are my house <laughs> i'll say it right openly it was a, a facade it was wild i don't can't believe how much i sold wild. my house for it, 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 it it's not worth that much yeah but the market dictates that i don't yeah, dictate that don't. that's how that's the market right now so if you can get in on a property in the city of baltimore or any of these cities that are kind of having a re a reimagined reinvention shaping up 
Yeah, I mean, you might not be able to buy the block right now. This shit is yeah. expensive. But people are but sitting get a piece. On get a people slice. People are sitting on those shits. Yes. It's, don't now, don't, don't sell low. Don't sell low. Baltimore yeah. City, houses on there, the back, the whole back is gone. Yeah, yeah. People are sitting on those. Yeah. Like, oh, John, when John Hawkins come to me, uh-huh. oh, I'm ready. You're going to pay, you're gonna pay for this. <laughs> yes. You're not buying this from the bank or whatever. No. I'm going to keep paying the mortgage or whatever, yes. and I can't live in this house. There's no roof on it. Yeah. But I'm going to keep paying the mortgage <laughs> on it, and when they come to buy this whole neighborhood and tear it down, they're going to have to pay me. Yeah. So, yeah. But that's just something to think about. And that just goes into displacement, stuffing people. You, you got to find Do a they place. they pay those people, though? They pay those people to move? Is that if how you that own your house. I'm talking they, about the people in those projects. No. No. If you don't own the, no. Oh, if shit. you don't own the building, they buy the building and just, they tell you you, you can get, get out. out by this Damn. time. Yeah, no. Uh-uh, no. Uh-uh. All right. So, but th- th- what happened in the Bronx is an example of a building like that. Right. Uh, it just I, a tenement you, building. You that know? bring it. It just made me think of think of that. No, for sure, it's, it's a deep of, conversation. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. And and, and all, we're also not qualified to go deep into. I'm not sure. an economics major, but I I know some of the stuff about it just from living here and knowing people that are that do real estate yeah. in the city. But and you stuff see, like and you that. think about it, and you go, "That shit is, is crazy." It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, you see, because I I grew up here, I lived yep. here, and I've seen the the way that it's changed, especially over the last decade or so. It's it's been such a quick and 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 and, yes. and like a. a it's a decisive change. Like yeah. they're picking specific areas that they know, well, we'll yeah. we can flip this and whole that thing. That shit is across the street. Yeah. So. It, it's absolutely wild. But, um, uh, what happened, especially uh, before I, before I, my, my story is not the Bronx fire. It was inspired by it, mm-hmm. but shout out to all of the celebrity celebrities from the Bronx, fat Joe, uh, donated a lot of money to the families mm-hmm. and, and clothes and stuff. Cardi B has, Cardi, Cardi yeah. B's paying for all the funerals. I mean, yeah, it was man. like 19 deaths, man. It's absolutely tragic. Mm. Um, so many people got injured. Uh, it's just it just was like it was unbelievable. I don't really know the full cause of the fire yet, but I believe it was an accident. Now, my affirmative murder story was inspired by the absolute tragedy in the Bronx. I just wanted to like look up other um, scenarios of arson and yeah. apartment fires and is stuff. The one you doing is arson? Yes, oh, and it led me to the story of the Dorothy May apartment fire. Uh, in Sorry, Los God, but did you hear about that story? The guy like some guy set another homeless person on fire. Did we talk about that? Oh. I think Steph told me about that. I think that happened he in New set York. set him on fire. It was a homeless person. He just, it was a guy sleeping in the building. I guess it was like, it was brewing over. It was like, you can't sleep here or something like that. I don't know the full details. I'm just, sure. from what I but, saw, what yeah. somebody told me, and he set the guy on fire. Because he was sleeping, or he was in, sleeping in, in, in front the, of the building yeah. or in the building yeah. or something? And it was like on camera. I think that dude passed away. That's crazy. No, it's getting it's getting crazy out here. Uh, people are you set somebody on fire when you sleep? Yeah, people are people are taking some people psychopaths are taking the stance that like the homeless are a nuisance, and so kick them, get set them, them on fire, set them on fire, get them Jesus. get them away from your property because they're making it unsightly, which is such a crazy like stance to take. It's 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 gross. But anyway, like I said. Uh, the fire in the Bronx led me to the story of the Dorothy May apartment fire in Los Angeles, California. Okay. So on the morning of September 4th, 1982, near Sunset Boulevard and Figueroa Street, just north of downtown Los Angeles, Dorothy May Apartment Hotel was swept up in flames. The building was built in 1927 and contained 43 residential apartments occupied by approximately 170 people, almost all of whom were Spanish speaking. So like I said, there's there's a tendency in this country to stuff immigrants into one area, mm-hmm. one building, and the the upkeep not be the best. Yeah. It'd be a, a project, a project basically. What do you think is I feel like it's more of a like a, a resident being like, Okay, a lot of a lot of us are staying in this building and it's mm-hmm. just like they just 
all go to that one area. Sure, but but the reason, purpose, but though. the no, but it is I, I, it is on purpose because they get there, they go. The rents affordable. You have a community here, like you know people. We're all from the same. That's what I mean. That's I mean. That's but not that the, is but that is but there's intention there. Okay. If, you, if if it's not a coincidence that everybody in there speaking is a Spanish, you know, mostly a Spanish speaking people in the building. It's like we came here from another country. They don't ask a lot of questions here. You can you can get a they'll give you a lease. The the rent's affordable. These are the this this is the message that they're putting out there to their other friends who are looking to yeah, find I, places I, to stay. I, I agree with that's the part I'm talking about. I thought you, I thought saying, you meant like the I thought you were saying the city like does this on purpose. And I was like, I don't I don't I don't agree with no, that. No, I'm not saying the city. I'm saying like a, a building owner will have a low grade building and 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 happily occupy it with a bunch of people who I'm not going to come here and fucking, this isn't going to be the most upkept building in the world. Who are they going to complain to? A lot of them are illegal immigrants. So I'm saying they'll uh, not the city, but like a, a slum Lord is what they used to call them. Yeah. A slum Lord uh-huh. will have a building and not do the best job of up and maintaining the building, even though he's collecting rent from 43 units and you know, the heat might not work or the air might air conditioning might not work, but it's like, who the fuck are these people going to complain to? They're not, they're illegal immigrants or they don't speak English or they don't make a lot of money or whatever. You know, that's what I'm saying. I'm speaking more uh-huh. to like individual people taking advantage of people trying to make their life better. I just think that the slum or whatever is like, this person moved in here and didn't complain. It was like, and then they relayed a message and then those people come in and then, then they go "Oh well, I don't need, they don't complain. So yeah. I'll just leave it as is. I don't think it's just the slum. Like, Oh, I want those certain type of people to be here because they don't complain. Yeah. I just think as a one, one person was there from that, whatever they're sure, from and they, and they just the word. spread the word. And then That's fair. all of them, they just, now they just take over the whole building. It's like, well, I don't got to do shit. They don't say anything. Yeah. That's still, you still supposed to take care of the damn building. Absolutely, that's the most important part. <laughs> yeah. No matter what, what the, where they from, yeah, no matter, yeah, no matter what we're saying, that. each each of us is saying that's the most important Please. part. Is like you should be reinvesting the money to make sure the yeah. building's up to code and safe. And never mind me of that shit that collapsed in fucking in Florida, Florida. Yes. Uh, so nineteen people, including an unborn baby and its mother, perished as the fire roared through the fifty-year-old three-story structure. Mm. Thirty-six other people were injured. And within 10 days, six of them had died from their, you know, inhaling smoke wow. and all those kind of stuff. As if the fatal fire wasn't tragic enough, Fran, the Dorothy May fire devastated what was literally an extended family. Mm. The building was informally known as Little Salitre because virtually all of its nearly 200 residents came from the rural town of El Salitre in, Mex- in the Mexican state of Zacatecas. Mm. Many fire victims were related to one another. So like I said, like you, we're, we're both kind of saying the yeah, same yeah. thing. Like the, the call was put out and a lot of people immigrated here from, from Mexico and came to this building because they knew people there. They knew they had a community to mm-hmm. rally around and protect each other, look out and for each other. that's cool, man. Yeah. I, I like hearing stuff like that. Absolutely. Yeah. But this, I mean, so, but the thing that makes it so much tragic is like, okay, 19 people died. That means of the 200 people, everybody in the building, somebody lost a family member. Yeah. You know, like it's because it's, they're all from the same country. Yeah. The fire started in the second floor hallway by the use of a flammable liquid. It apparently burned unnoticed for some time. Authorities said the inferno was a case of arson. The result of an argument between the manager and a nephew over the latter's membership in a street gang. Um, Apparently his smoking marijuana and spray painting of graffiti led to this argument that took place in front of the teen's friends, okay. which apparently embarrassed him. Yep. Upset at the uncle, the nephew named Humberto de la Torre, who was then 19 years old, bought a dollar's worth of gasoline, threw it on the floor of an apartment, and then ignited it with a match. 
according to investigators. He didn't care. He didn't care. But I also, <laughs> I'm not trying to shoot him bail, but like he's 19, he's mad, he just does some dumb shit. There's no way when he threw that match, he's like, I'm about to kill 19 people. Oh, no. He just wanted to like hurt his uncle. Yeah. To mess up his building because it's his responsibility yeah. and whatever. Like he don't to, embarrass me. Yeah, yeah. So he was like, "I'm gonna fuck up your your bit your job," yeah. you know. And it escalated into something awful. Yeah. Again, I'm not trying to shoot him bail. I just I just know I just don't feel like he he let that match and threw it to, to kill, kill people. twenty people. You yeah. know. Yeah, I, you know what? I agree with I agree with that, and I don't want people to go to take that and be like, eh, "You bailing them out," but it's like at 19. Think just about dumb stupid shit. shit you did and didn't think about it. Bro. Just think about before people just th- react to stuff before thinking about it. Think about when you were 19, 18, 19 years old. To me, it's comparable. And again, this isn't shooting kids that do this type of shit of bail either. But to me, it's it's the same thing as you you read a story of like a, three 16-year-old kids were at, a, at an overpass and threw a brick off the, off the thing and it went into somebody's car and yeah. killed them. It's like, they don't even... I, we we have a lot of women listeners, yeah. and so it's hard for me to really explain how dumb a dude's brain is. I drove a up van until around, an adult. I drove a van around with some friends in the back beating up people. <laughs> Somebody could have died, and I would have been like, "I didn't think this. I didn't think he was going to hit his head on the." On yeah, a, he didn't. Uh, I didn't. Uh, think he was going to uh, bang uh, his head on the concrete, yeah, and then his brains come out. I did yeah. not. I didn't. Have, I wouldn't. That's that's not in my mind at all. We were just doing hood rat shit with our friends. Yeah, man. So many times, bro. <laughs> you just do some dumb shit. Yeah. You know, like, and it's hard to explain because I, you know, if you ask a kid, even like you, you're gonna you're gonna come across this in the next five years. Yeah. I don't know if Max is. He is probably there yet, but kids just do, especially boys. They just do dumb shit, and you go, "Why'd you do that?" Yeah. And he's like, "I don't know." They don't know. So many times in my life, I just been like, "I don't know why they I did that." Know, bro. Why would you do that? You don't know better. Why would you climb up on top of the refrigerator and then jump onto flip. the kitchen table? You can barely walk. <laughs> why would you even think about that? Like, I don't know. You know. Think about that before. If oh, please do. Please just think about how many times in your life, guy, girl, whatever, like how many times you just done something just dumb and you don't even know why. And that's until fifty. Yes. Like <laughs> I don't know. Yes. What, I still do dumb shit. All the time. I'm like, why would until you, you do it and it results in an injury, you go, oh, I know not to do that ever again. Oh man, we just don't know, man. Bro, I'm I ruptured my Achilles. Why would I think I'm out of shape? Yeah. Why would I think I could go play five games of basketball after a day of work? Yeah. Why would you think that? Like, what? You didn't stretch or anything? Why would you think? Why would you think you don't need to stretch? Why do I, I think I can take off from the free throw line and I've never dunked before? <laughs> <laughs> And then you go like you know we we watch your we watch your mom's house podcast. Yeah. Why is why is Tom Girl trying to dunk? A, why, why is he trying to dunk a basketball? Why? Why would you think you could do that? And it's like yeah you did it you did it a couple of times. Yeah. Quit while you're ahead. Yes. You did it, man. No, nah, man. Now I'm feeling myself. Yeah. I can do this even more. Yeah. That's how dumb dude brain is. Yes. And this is a very extreme and terrible situation of that. But his dumb dude brain was like, you embarrass me in front of my friends. I'm gonna fucking light your job on fire. Yeah. Dumbass. And then it just. And now you're looking at an entire building burning yeah. and people are screaming. And the, I couldn't imagine. I can't sit here and say that kid just some evil kid, 19 years old. I don't care if he's in a gang or does yeah. graffiti or whatever. You're standing there and you know you did that. And people are like, my daughter's in there. And all that panic. No, no way. You're, yeah. No way that was in his brain when, no. when he did that. There's not a chance. But um, anyway, back to the story. So the flames spread quickly, engulfing the building and uh, with the Uncle Mateo inside. Humberto de la Torre was arrested the following December in Texas. So he went on the run. Uh, he pled guilty to 25 counts of murder. Oh, shit. 25 counts. Of, he pled guilty to 25 counts of murder. 
1985, he was sentenced to 625 years in prison. Damn! Yes. To be eligible for parole, De La Torre would have to serve half of the 625 And that's years. what I be talking about. Put it, add that shit on. Don't yeah. be like, we can't, we, we already put five on and we can't, yeah. it doesn't matter. No. In a thousand add, years, add it's, just, it's just symbolic. No, give them all. all the years. Give them all, all, all of them. 625 years is what he got. Juan de la Torre, who told the judge he lost three daughters, one son, seven grandchildren, wow. a son-in-law, and a daughter-in-law in the fire, Jesus. asked to sentence de la Torre to death. But the judge re- rejected the request for legal reasons that I don't have. Juan de la Torre was a cousin of the defendant. They all live in this, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. So he's like, I don't give a shit who, what blood we share. I want him dead. Yeah. Uh, at least six of those killed were relatives of De La Torre from northern from the from the northern Mexican village of El Sa- of, of El Salitre. Yeah, no way he thought about that. That's no. that was his family as well. Yes, absolutely. No way he thought just, about. He just was mad. He was embarrassed, and he did something incredibly dumb. And um, like I said, the Bronx Fire story remind it it, it, it sent me down that pathway, and I found out about the story. And it's one of the most tragic fires. Yeah, six hundred and twenty-five years, twenty-five dead, nineteen burned to death in the building. And then six died, you know, within a week of getting out of the house. I mean, of the, of the apartment building. So, um, yeah, absolutely tragic. Rest in peace to all those poor souls. And, yeah, God have mercy on uh, that, that young man, uh, uh, Humberto. Because I, I, it's, been, it's been, what, 1985? It's been like 30 years now. I don't think you just lived that down. No. I don't even know if he's still alive, honestly. But he was, 19, I mean, he was 19 years old. So he's, he's no older than 55 now. He's like 50 years old. It's a terrible mistake at a, at a young age. And you're, now your life's done. Yeah. It just reminds me of so many stories like that. The Henry Ruggs story. Like, just just dumb. Yeah. Just dumb. Think about that. For people who don't remember, I mean, it's still pretty fresh. Henry Ruggs worked his whole life to become a football player. You know how hard it is to be to get to the NFL? Yeah. And to be really good at the to be really right. good in the NFL too. It's like you're a you're a specimen. Yeah. You put in all this work. And you're driving down a residential street at 186 miles an hour, whatever goofy dumb shit he was doing, and you obliterate a woman and her dog in her car. That's wild. You know what I mean? That but he was just, he was just, he was just being dumb. Yeah. He was like, "I'm gonna drive this car really fast. I dr- I run fast on the field. Yeah, I do everything fast. I get that one. But he made multiple mistakes before that one. Oh, he was drinking. He, he yeah, was drinking yeah, and driving. Yeah. You already done. Yes, you're doing too much now. Absolutely. And then the speed and the sports. No, the car? speed. The for me, for for me, because I'm not, I'm not, I'm not uh, endorsing anything. But I've driven under the influence before. So but I to drive over 100 miles. That's, the, that's the part. Car. That's the part. <laughs> that's the part that takes it's it. Insane. That's the part that takes it to like agree, just throw them, lock them up, and throw yes. away the key. Because I've I've driven. I've had a couple of drinks and been like, oh, I got to get home. Let me drive slow, whatever. But to be drunk and driving. I mean, I think they said he was doing like 180, man. Right. You're a missile. You're a missile. I can't. They said the lady was screaming at the scene of the crime. He's got to live with that for the rest of his life because he did something dumb Just in burned, a half a second. Burned alive. Burned alive. Her dog. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you know how I feel about my dog, bro. Like, I, yeah, I couldn't imagine. You just don't. You can't save your dog. Can't save yourself. I saw the video. It was like I couldn't watch that dude. That he was. Now nah, he he done some. Tr- that was crazy. Yes. Lock him up over the key. But for him to, it's, it was like. He made this mistake. Now he's now he's paying for that by him sitting there and seeing that and lady seeing die that in real time. And yeah, no, he's got to live with that. He's yeah. got to live with that imagery, those sounds the for the rest of his life. Yep. And it's it hurts even more 
when you were on a path of success. It's something that, and that's like him having money or him having the potential of money. That's not an excuse. That's not what I'm, that's not what I'm saying at all. If anybody is misinterpreting it that way, but like, it seems like he did all the stuff he was supposed to do. Yeah. You know, he went to school, he got into the league, he works his ass off. And then you just do this dumb, stupid brain, dude, brain thing. That's crazy. (laughs) But that's the, that's, that's whatever you believe in. Yeah. That's that higher power. It's like, yeah. no, no, you did this and now you have to live with this. You don't die. You have to live with what you did now. There, there's something so karmic about that, bro. Yeah, man. I'm a deep believer in karma. Yeah, me too. I don't know what is out there. I'm not like a super religious person, but I believe that what you do comes back on you yeah. tenfold. And that's why yeah. my karma is beautiful, bro. I don't, I don't do anything. I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not petty. I don't, yeah. if people do and me wrong, I, I just as, eat as it. As far as I have in life, because. Also, because I was scared of my damn dad. But also, it's like... That too. Yeah. Also, it's like, I don't want... I try treat people like you want to be treated. Exactly. And I don't do crazy shit where it's like, oh, that's going to come back and haunt you. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I'm a big believer in yeah. karma. So, I, you know, I, my, and my karma is beautiful always. Not to brag, but it is. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I, don't do, I don't do people wrong. Right. Nobody... That's one... Because I, I, I take pride in my name. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Well, I think we had this conversation before, too, because I know you do. And, you know, that's why you're my man. But, like... No, there's nobody on this planet that could throw dirt on my name ever. No. I've never, I've never no. fucking done anybody wrong. I nope. never fucked anybody out of some money. Nope. I've never uh, messed around with somebody's girl. I've never done anything petty to anybody. Yeah. I might have done something. That, I might have hurt people, but it was never malicious. Yeah. And I can take. I, and I and and if I have been in the position to to take ownership of it and apologize, I have. I've never done anything like intentionally petty. Like man, fuck them. Yeah, I took your money. Yeah. And I just, whatever comes from it, comes from it. Now, yeah. I've just never been that type of dude. Right. That, like, I've always been that way until, like, especially when I had kids, it's like, I don't want to, when I'm not here, I don't want people to go, like, hey, I know your dad, he was, he just. That was a piece of shit. He did a piece of shit. I mean, one time we played basketball and we said, I don't know if he was there. And then we, I grew up around that area and a guy was there. He was like, hey, man, you look familiar. And I was like, I was like, oh, okay. He was an older guy. So he was like, you got a brother? I was like, yeah. And I, I I told him my brother on my dad's side. He's like, no, nah, that ain't him. And I was like, I got another brother. And I like said his nickname. He was like, oh yeah, I know him. Mm-hmm. He was he was just doing some petty shit. And I don't. And ever since that, I was like, I never want my kids or you no know, anybody to go through something like that. No. But my and my brother, my brother passed away years ago. Yeah. But for somebody to be like, hey man, your brother was petty as shit back in the day. Yeah. It's like I don't want know. that shit on my name. No. when I'm not here. No. So so I take pride in that. Yeah. And. It, it takes a lot of work. So yeah. the idea that you could just make, you could be on the path, you know, you could be doing all the right stuff. And this is, this is separate from Humberto. I'm still talking about Henry Ruggs. Yeah. yeah. But it's all about dumb decisions. Yeah. But so Humberto was 19. His uncle said he was on the wrong path, whatever. He called him out and he did something dumb. But Henry Ruggs, to all my knowledge, if you, the week before his accident, if his name came up, they're like, this kid's going to get a million dollar, yeah. bajillion dollar contract. Fucking six one dude, great yeah. smile. He's a great franchise play. There was nothing being bad said about Henry Ruggs a week before he did this dumb thing, and he yeah. goes and does this completely dumb thing, yeah. and it's over. And on the internet now, you're the guy who killed the lady. In oh yeah, bus- yeah, no, his name has no, football. Or none of that least. is is done. Yeah, you're yeah. a murderer now, yeah. like in a in a really dumb way, terrible, tragic way for the rest of your life. So the idea that it, it's that quick, yep. it took you. You know, and that's the part. That's the other part. It's like it takes you twenty years. 
Every day you get up at 5 o'clock in the morning, go to the gym, break your leg, recover, do all this shit, and 30 seconds. One bad decision. 30 seconds, done. Everything's done. That's life. Yeah. And it's, that it's, cool. it's, it's so, so crazy, bro. It's so crazy. People don't understand how, like, fragile this, like, meat bag is. Yeah, man. You know, like, you could just be living your life and I have all these plans. I'm like, I'm, I, I make jokes and stuff. I'm like, when I turn 75, I'm going to start doing heroin and jump out of planes. I'm just going to do whatever I yeah. want to. And it's like, you're not even promised to make it to 30. You might like, not you, make it to 30. You know what I mean? 70, like, whatever. You could just, bro, the whole planet might not make it to. I saw a video of a volcano out in the middle of the ocean mm. that exploded from the, from a satellite. And the, the fucking, the shock wave, yeah. it like blew the clouds away from around the, around the mountain. In, I mean, around the volcano in the ocean. Damn. You know what I mean? Like, people don't understand that, like, uh, a meteor came and just, boom, just hit the earth and killed all the dinosaurs, bro. None of this shit Allegedly. is- But- okay, <laughs> I'm going, Now I'm losing you. you my lost. point- My point- I get you there. My no, point is, like, this shit is- None of this shit is promised. It's, cr- it's crazy because, like, uh, we could wrap this up and go to our goodbyes, but that video that was on Twitter, you remember that? I'm sure you remember this. And it was like- it was. It showed the Earth, and then it kept backing out. Oh, you know, I guess like, I get what. Gives and me you was like, crisis, yeah. "Yeah, man, none of this matters." <laughs> <laughs> it really, you know, something, bro. It, it really gave me. It, it it gave me a um. It gave me a free spiritedness. Yeah, when you for sure. when you accept that, but yeah. it it also like it, it also has it, at other times given me like a crippling depression where I'm yeah. like, well, "What's the point of like yeah. why the fuck what, what what the fuck is does this matter?" Where I'm like, sometimes I'll be in traffic or something. I'll go like. What a fucking asshole! Yeah. But then I'll be like, what "Does this matter? like if you pull you come out?" I'm like, "I'm going to fucking uh, uh, to Ruby Tuesdays." This video, I this saw, doesn't matter. Video I saw was this guy said, "You are two generations away from being forgotten." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yo, when they hit you with some real shit, and like, it's like, and shit. like really, th- like when yeah, you really, man. and and I say stuff like that, and, and like I said. I, I I have learned to embrace my existential crises. Like when I have start having panic attacks about like how like finite all this shit is. When you go like a hundred years from now, if you choose to be buried in a cemetery, in a hundred years your 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 gravestone is just going to be covered in mulch yeah, and forgotten, it. and the flowers won't have been put on there in a long time. Yeah. you're just gone. And every now and then you may get, yeah, Francois, he was that's a great great great. It's like, but that's your name. That's why my yeah. name. Yeah, man. That's why my name is important to me. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's what's going to live on. Yeah. And if you don't do people dirty, 100 years from now, you know, if I choose to go the route of having children and, yeah. and whatever, and they have grandchildren, and there's some kid 100 years from now who looks like me. Yeah. And somebody, and they go, you know, you look like your uh, dad's mm-hmm. brothers, whatever, the great-great-grandfather named Alvin, man. Yeah. He, was a, he was a good dude. Yeah. That's what lives. Yeah. That's your immortal. So that's key. So I don't go out here, I don't do people wrong, man. Nobody yeah. could ever say that about me. But anyway, it's enough rambling. Let's go ahead and get into that the good, good vibes. Yeah, it was a good right. conversation for sure. I like that one. Let's go ahead and get into the good vibes, though. Yes, folks, it's time for some good vibes. Let's pick these spirits up before we get out of here and start our week off nice and right. Fran, yes. my good vibes story this week is about a rapper with Down syndrome. Who's making his dreams come true. So a young rapper with Down syndrome is paving the way for people with disabilities. Eric Anselin and world-renowned DJ Nitty, who I'm, I'm not really familiar with, performed their new song, True Colors, at an Orlando nightclub this past weekend. For 19-year-old Anselin, it was a big moment to perform in front of such a big crowd over the weekend. 
And he said, it was the best night of my life, you guys. Thank you all so much for your support that helped me get that helped me to get to make this song with DJ Nitty. I love you, bro. That's what Anselin wrote on his Instagram about the night. Uh, the lyrics of True Colors is about wanting to be different. Uh, he was quoted as saying, makes me feel happy because I do not. Oh, because I do want a lot of people to hear that message. That's what Anselin told Fox 35. He went on to say, I just want them to take take away this. You can be different. I want you to be feeling good today. I just want you to be chasing your dreams and I want them to be ha- I want I want them to be happy about themselves. Yeah, which is beautiful. That's a beautiful message. Uh, DJ Nitty said the song holds a special meaning, a meeting, a special meaning to him as well. Uh, he was quoted as saying, "It's actually very close to my heart to be able to work on music, especially with someone with a disability, and to treat everyone equally. It's a message that is right up my alley and it means a lot to him to sing about it." So I wanted to help him get his message out. And he also went on to say that Eric is one of those one of those kids that's like, I just wanted to work with him because he's such a cool kid. Anselin has recorded three albums so far and currently has more than 1.5 million followers on TikTok. So he's a really big deal. Uh, he said, I want to be one of the biggest disability rappers and I want to be an inspiration to all types of people. That's what he was quoted as saying. There's a video of him performing on the stage. It's all very beautiful. So shout out to uh, Mr. Anselin and shout out to DJ Nitty, man. You, I really appreciate people opening up their platforms to people and helping them get their message out there. It's, 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 it's useful. It, it is, it's useful and it's necessary for people to share space. And when you build yourself up a space it's important for you to reach back and help people mm-hmm. trying to, you know, trying to put a message out there as well. So shout out to DJ Nitty for doing that. Yeah, man. Um, so my good vibe, this, this is going to be fun. So my good vibe this week is about <clears throat> Lawrence Brooks. So Lawrence Brooks, who served in predominantly African-American 91st East Engineer Battalion stationed in New Guinea and the Philippines mm-hmm. during the Second World War. Okay. Lived in New Orleans and, and celebrated his 112th birthday <sighs> last year from his porch while a parade drove by due to social distancing. So rest in peace, Lawrence Brooks, because he passed away. Okay. But he lived to 112. Yeah. So, That's... So he said he was he was a beloved friend, a man of great faith, sure. and a gentle spirit that inspired those around him. His kindness and smiles and sense of humor connected him to generations of people who live who loved and admired him. Um, this is from Stephen J. Watson, the president and CEO of the National World War II Museum. One hundred and twelve years old. Now, one hundred twelve. That means he was born in nineteen oh nine. Did the math on that? Did the math on that? Okay. So so he lived through. A whole bunch of events. Oh, man. Pick a year. Give me a year. Between 1909 and 2022. 1944. 1944. Let's let's see what happened, what event happened in 1944. Okay. 1944, uh, let's see. Anne Frank and her family betrayed and sent to the concentration camps. Yeah, he, he was alive. He was alive during that time. Yeah, he was alive. Give me another year. 19... 19- 67. Okay, 1967. Put it in the time machine. Let's see what happened in 1967. Gonna go back in time. Gonna go back in Uh, time. Let's see. Uh, Racial violence in Detroit. (laughs) 7,000 National Guardsmen aid police after night of of rioting. Similar outbreaks in New York City, Spanish Harlem, Rochester, New York, Birmingham, Alabama, and New Britain. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Thurgood Marshall <laughs> sworn in as the first black U.S. Supreme Court. Man, a lot of dark uh, t- history. Man. You know, a lot of dark times. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> we pick another year? Communist China announces explosion of its first hydrogen bomb. Fun. Bill. This man lived through a whole bunch of shit, man. This man's been alive for a long time. My goodness. What a man. life he lived. But on some real talk, though, like, you aspire to that? No. I said oh, 100. Okay. Oh, he lived yeah. twelve more years after that. Oh man, come on! He, he lived the whole decade yeah. after the goal I want to hit. Speaking of decades, man, because that's great. Listen, hey, you 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 make it that far, it's great. Did you know these kids are out here calling people that were born in the nineties and in the eighties, anything before the two thousands? Yeah. They're calling it the nineteen hundreds. I will fight a kid. Yeah. If you ask right. me, like, are we're, technically right. I don't give a shit if they were technically right. But 1900 right. is I'm like not a Victorian painting. No, I'm not a, some kind of Victorian painting. There's not some picture of me wearing a top hat standing out in front of a gold mine or something like that. I wasn't born in the 1900s. I was yeah. born in 1992. That's not crazy. Yeah. So I'm letting kids. It is kid, 1900s, letting, though. I, yeah, or, okay. Yeah. Say it to my face. Just as saying. a fucking 19 year old kid. Yeah, man. That's oh, crazy. man. You were born in, like, disgusted? Like, oh, you were born in the 1900s? Yeah. I'll fight you. I'll but fight you. But imagine our pictures now when he look like 20, 30 years from now. It's like, oh, oh yeah. I mean, shit, well, like, I mean, pictures. yeah, th- th- there won't even be pictures. Everything will be on like uh, those digital you frames. Like, you got like a lens, a digital lens. They're like, are have? these physical pictures? How do you get these? <laughs> that sounds crazy. Yeah. I mean, there's pictures of me on a Polaroid, unironically. I know Polaroid came back around. It's like, ha look, it's vintage. Yeah. No, nah, that's straight up pictures of me like a baby with my dick out in a tub. <laughs> it's on Polaroids. Yeah. These kids don't know anything about that. No. These these are on uh, cameras, yeah. digital. I got real archives of my life, so I guess I was born in the nineteen. Yeah, are you gonna buy one of those digital lens like I said though? Apple what is that? Come out with? A digital like, lens, like a little, uh, uh, what they call it, um, like a contact lens. Contact lens. You know I don't do eye stuff, and it's and be for you to ask me that a is, digital thing. No, nah, but you know That's I don't. Do. Or glasses. When they come out, they gonna have glasses. Are you gonna get the glasses? I will do glasses. Okay. I'll do, but they tried Google Glass. If they got better, Google Glass was like trash. It was also like 10 years. How long was it? I'm about to say. That was like 15 years ago. They'll have some new better ones. I'd put on some some glasses, but anything I have to touch my eye? Are you crazy? Yeah. Anything anything my eyes start to water. Does Stephanie wear contacts or anything like that? No, no, no. I've dated so many girls that like have to put contacts yeah, in Yeah, wait face. a second. They put the finger in. Oh, it's disgusting. Yeah, I makes scream. My eyes water. I scream. Eyes water. Anything with eyes make, me, make my eyes water. I scream. Yeah. I scream in their face. They're like, what are you, why are you being weird? Like, no, don't do that. It, it's yeah. crazy. So, oh, it fell out. Or like flipped. I go, oh, what? It, oh, or like it went back. It's in the back. It's of in the, the back. Yeah. It's not on the on the lens. It's like in the back of my eye. Yeah. I got to move around yeah, for it to fall. What are you talking about? That's disgusting. Yeah. My brother oh. had to do that shit all the time. No, I can't do eye stuff. Yeah. Anything in the movie where it was like a pen is about to go near an eye or anything. No. It's not the water. Yeah. I, I hate it. Nope. Yep. Can't do eye stuff. So I won't be getting Apple contacts or whatever the fuck you just <laughs> said. Won't be getting those. Thanks for the suggestion, though. Yeah. Appreciate the suggestion. That's cool. Now, speaking of suggestions, a uh, couple of recommendations. Netflix changed the game. I forgot, I forgot about the ace in the hole they had, and <laughs> it's back. What? Ozark. Ozark just came back on Friday. Okay. Marty, my boy Marty's back, you know, getting that money laundered, doing his thing. It's getting messy. Darlene's crazy. Oh, man, Ozark is back. But now we got a war because mm-hmm. guess what else came back? What? Euphoria. So now HBO okay. Max has got Euphoria doing their thing. Did Netflix- HBO Max drop the price? Was that real? That's what they said. They said they're dropping their subscription price 20%, 20% while uh-huh. Netflix is raising their price. So that was a direct jab yeah. at Netflix. Because that's, that's it's, it's the stream wars. Yeah, we're in the middle of the stream wars, bro. So we got Euphoria versus Ozark. Mm-hmm. 
But Ozark is one of those ones. Okay. I forgot about Ozark, and so Netflix, I won't be getting rid of Netflix, at least for the next couple of weeks while Respect I'm watching that. Ozark, because it's that. one of the best shows ever. So okay. good. So Ozark, Euphoria is great. I have not watched the Boba Fett show. I'm not really a Star Wars guy. I'm a Mandalorian guy. I yeah. think we both stated that. Like, I really like the Mandalorian, but I'm not like watching Star Wars. I'm not a Star Wars guy, but I really, I think the Mandalorian was really great. Yeah, man. So, um, so those are two of my recommendations. Um, one of a movie I'm very excited about. You're welcome to come see it with me. What? Um, I think it's going to be maybe the worst movie of the year, and I'm so excited about it. I think it's called Moonfall. It comes out next month. Who's it's in it? about. Um, a bunch of like Halle Berry's in it. Is it comedy? No, oh. it will be. It's about <laughs> the moon is alive and it's coming to attack Earth, the whole moon. Okay. And it looks awful. And I'm mm. so excited. I'm going to go watch it in the movie theater. So that's one thing I'm excited about is Moonfall. I think that's the name of the, the title of the movie. I'm very excited about Moonfall. Uh, Euphoria is great. Um, yeah, you keep me. Oh, it's 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 a fantastic <laughs> show. I, I don't I don't know how a parent could watch it. Like if you have, if you actually have a sixteen year old kid, it would probably give me a panic attack because I'm like, this is what they're doing. Yeah, like they're doing heroin and shit. I'm like, this shit is crazy. But no, but like the, the kids are out here. Yeah, it's real. Yeah, this is all you know. Man, yeah, you were a kid at one point. I was. I didn't do heroin. But uh, you were but around people that did. Uh, I was around people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. yeah. So just some great suggestions out there. Um, yeah. Um, virtual house party this Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. Join us. Bring the drinks. We're going to have music playing. Yeah. We're going to have games playing. Really excited to get Fran on some improv games. We're going we're gonna to expand your mind. We're going to get that comedy brain uh, working a thousand yeah, miles man, an hour. Looking forward to that. Yeah, it's going to be super fun, bro. So, yeah. Um, yeah recommendations. Yeah. I watched Ninja Turtles. Haven't seen it in a long time, man. I forgot how I Like the old one with the, the real, old with the real I people. The, I showed my kids the old. I don't. We not. No. The, not not the, the, uh, the CGI ones. No. We no. watching the real Michelangelo. Uh, D'Angelo. Raphael. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, Raphael Sadiq. Yes. Uh, what's, his, what's the other one? Miguel. What's the other one with a D? And one with a D? Man, I would like What's I would like you to start over. I'll, I'll give you I'll give you one more chance. I'm not gonna remember. I don't I don't know it. I know the other ones. It's Michelangelo. 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 Donatello. Donat. That's what it is. Donatello. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Raphael. Raphael. Leonardo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah you got it. Donatello. Yeah. I was. I, I forgot about that. Donatello. Yeah. Because yeah. all the other ones rhyme. Yeah. That one I'm not gonna remember because it don't rhyme. I gotcha. I see where. But you're I did watch. Right. I did watch. Uh, I didn't finish it. Okay. Don't look up. I started watching that. Oh right, it's a little slow. It? It's a little slow in the beginning, but the message is real. Yes. How deep did you get into it? Where it was like, uh, did you see it? Oh, I saw the whole fucking thing. Oh, I saw. I think it's the best movie that's come out. Last uh, year. yeah, I, I saw up to this is probably sort of, yeah. I got like a while left. I yeah, saw it's a long up movie. to um when they not taking a serious when she's like her boyfriend. Oh, yeah. Bro, yeah, it that. gets worse. It only yeah. gets worse. Yeah, and. I and I'm glad you listened. I'm glad you watched it or watched some of it so you understand because I did bring it up a couple of weeks ago and I was saying like that's exactly how it would go. Yeah. What you're watching, that movie is like it's it's satire, it's it's jokes or whatever. Yeah. But like that's what would happen. Yeah. The politics we saw it with COVID. Like the politicians are trying to find a way to spin it, how to find a way to make money. How do we get what we want out of it? Yeah. Before we try to fix and help people. Yeah. It's it's exactly how it would go down. It took me even longer to watch it if Leonardo wasn't in it. But he's in it. I was like, oh, I'm definitely watching it. <laughs> and he's great. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's great. Jonah Hill's fantastic in it. Ah oh, man, I love Jonah that Hill's guy, just man. a he's just a he's just a funny guy. Yeah, I love Natural. Him. Yeah. He's just a naturally funny guy. It was that Don't Look Up is a great movie. Great yeah. Mac, great great. That must be his guy too. Oh yeah, they're boys. Since since the Wolf of Wall Street, they've I been, think they've been keeping it close. It reminds me of um seeing those two reminds me of Adam Sandler and like 
and um all the other people that's in his movies. His, yeah, yeah. You know something, man. It's, and it's no. I gotta give I gotta give flowers to the the guy that um what's his name? He plays in is that the is that the dude that play who plays in Deuce Bigelow? Oh, Rob Schneider. I think it's him. He yeah. play, he's in all his movies, right? Names. Him. Uh huh. That's his man. Him, I gotta give him his flowers, bro. You gotta he, give Rob Schneider his flowers. Yeah, man. He's yeah. he's been around. He been around, but he can do it all, man. I think he's a little bit of a jack of all trades. He can play all different kinds of roles, man. He can don't he? play just. I think so. <laughs> what does he I play? I think so, man. He, the roles he plays, like you can he, do it. He doesn't just play the just that same like. Yeah, he plays a different random guy. Yeah, but he kills it though. He does. Yes, Rob Schneider's great. Oh. I want to give flowers to Adam Sandler because of the fact that I, I, I don't, I don't have a big as big of a camp as him. But yeah. anything that I do as this space has grown, this podcasting space has grown. I'm like. I want to give my brother any opportunity that any opportunity that Keep comes his boys my way. Eating, man. Yes, and and I that I I I want to emulate that as best yes. as I can because Adam Sandler keeps the same people all the same all, the of, sa- them all of them for yep. 20 30 years yep. and then he met uh, Andy Samberg who's hilarious yeah. and he's he's he keeps him around too. Yeah. Like he keeps his camp fed. Yep. You know, he's his brother's keeper and I, and I respect how Adam he Sandler He put him moves. in the right roles too. Yes. Yeah. Well, he just knows like these are funny people. This is what they do great. Yeah, man. And they're going to be That's a part of my empire. Yeah. yeah. And he plays they, great. They, people tried to clown him a little bit on some of his movies. They all a little bit. They got wacky. They got wacky. Who be here's a who or whatever that one that he did. <laughs> the who be's Halloween or whatever. Yeah. They started getting stupid. Yeah. Adam Sandler. But you know something? Netflix gave him like forty million dollars yeah. to make movies. Yeah. And so now he's like, I'll dress up in a dress and pretend to be my own sister. Yeah. Whatever. They they paid me. I'm gonna give them seventeen movies. <laughs> but you can't yeah. take away from Adam Sandler's career. Oh man. Water Boy. Yeah. Uh. Um, Mr. De- Mr. Deeds. Mr. Deeds is a yeah. classic. Yeah. Uh, with the golf one. Uh, shit. Fuck it, we can man. we can get it. Mm-hmm. We, can no, get we got it. this. We got somebody this. going. Somebody's somebody's screaming right, right now, calling me an um, idiot. Um, fucking Adam Sandler and the golf. Uh, he's you eat you eat pieces of shit for breakfast. Uh, he's Happy Gilmore. Happy yep. Happy Gilmore. And then my other favorite when he goes back to school, uh, Billy Madison. Yeah, these are classics. Yeah. you can't take anything away from Adam. You can you can talk about yeah. his movies now. He's older. You can talk about Grown Ups Five or whatever. But his I love run. It. I love the movies. They're fun. They have several purpose. Yeah, come on. You know, it's classics. Yeah, man. But yeah, no. So yeah, shout out to people that keep their camp eating and, and, and uh, look out for their brothers, yeah. man. You know, this is one of those episodes, man. What do you mean? This is one of those episodes that's going to set podcasts on fire, man. For the week, this week coming up, Oh, it's, this is one's going to set on fire. You feel that? Yeah, man, because these, these one of the ones where we just like, we just talking. We just shooting the shit. And, yeah. But we talk about these great murder stories that we did. Yes. And with some real talk in there. Yeah, I think we went a lot of places this week, yeah. man. I, I I appreciate this episode. I think those, that, those episodes that people like, people love the best, though. Okay, well, we'll see what happens because, you know, you yeah. don't, you get to, you're like, you'll, you, this will end and you get to go just live your life. And then yeah. if, it, if it doesn't translate that way, it's going to be me to be like, you guys need to shut the fuck up and tell the stories more. Yeah. And how about you stop talking about getting tacos with each other or whatever stupid shit i came here to hear about true crime yeah. i have to i gotta eat that you gotta eat that and that's gotta come on my soul you know yeah. what i'm saying like that's good though yeah right yeah oh well it, it motivates me <laughs> it motivates me to not be like you know what the fuck you know because i mean <laughs> the, fuck, the hands yeah. the hands be ready to go <laughs> i'll be ready to be like i this 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 doing this podcast has taught me patience yeah and i'm a very defensive person i've learned to be less defensive but it's still in there yeah. And people are like, I have a suggestion. Just How type it, but shut don't the fuck send up. It. That's what I do. Okay. It's like it's like writing somebody a letter yeah. and then you put it in the drawer, you yeah. never send it to them. That's you just what I do. release it. I'm like, it Oh, out. I'm sorry. How about you go to fucking um uh the music store and buy a bunch of audio yeah. equipment and you make your own fucking podcast and then you can talk about whatever the fuck you want to on there. <laughs> and then I screenshot it and I never send yeah. it to them. I put it in a little folder that's on a, my that's phone. A good tactic, man. Yeah, yeah, because you gotta get it, you gotta get it get out. It out. 
Because people are just really brazen, man. They just think they can say whatever they want to you. Yeah, man. This, lady, like, this is, you know, yeah, this man. is free. Ever since that lady told me you can't scoot over, I was like, oh, people just say whatever they want. You can't scoot over. Remember I told you the lady, I was parked, I was at work. Oh, yeah, yeah. People, no, just people say whatever. Yeah, people they say whatever care. they want. And they say even when they have anonymity, like online, <laughs> oh, it's crazy, oh. bro. I'll go, what I do is this little exercise I play because, like, I like to just see how evil people are. So I'll go um, review fishing in other podcasts' mm. things. And the shit they say, especially the women podcasters. Yeah. I've done oh that my on my favorite murder. Oh my God, your, your voice makes my ears bleed. You fucking bitches should die. I'm like, oh, why shit. are you? They just make a podcast. Why are you like, imagine doing a hobby in your house and people have this much venom towards you, man. It's just crazy. Like just, hey, you know something? How about you just don't listen? That's, That's what it. I suggest. That's and it. I've said that to people before and they go, oh wow, I guess you can't take criticism. I'm like, well, That's I'm it. just saying like, there's so many podcasts out there. If you don't like something that we're doing, you, you just don't listen to but it. That's fine though. Yeah. Please everybody. Well, my favorite one before we go, this is my favorite uh, insult that I see. It's like, who gave these people a podcast? It's like, nobody did. I bought equipment from a store. Like, it's not like, a deal. What do you think, you have, what do you think podcasting is? You have a deal with Spotify. What are you talking about? <laughs> who gave them this? They did. They gave themselves that. It's crazy, man. Just just really think about what your words do to people, man. Like, you can really hurt somebody. You can change somebody's day for the good or for that. the bad. It can really. Make them feel bad. That's all that matters, man. Yeah. So, yeah. Just food for thought, man. Just really, words matter. Okay, uh, I've been Alvin Williams, joined as always by my partner in true crime, Francel Evans. And we'll see you guys next week. See you guys later. And we'll hey see, man, guys, you see you guys Thursday. Thursday. We'll see you guys yep. Thursday. Thursday. All right, you guys be safe. Peace. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park